Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots. Toyota, let's go to Buffalo. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Patriots Unfiltered. Matt Morell is uh, on death's doorstep. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd be here. Not literally. No. <laughs> of course, I wouldn't say it if it was <laughs> true. I, I think Bill might be back next year. Oh, so you're 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 one of these wishy-washy that all of a sudden. So three weeks ago, you would have said the same thing. Uh. I think it's a lot easier said than done to look him in the face and fire him. Well, sure, absolutely. That, and, that's not the question, though. No, but probably emotionally, no. Just so hard to beat a team twice within the same season. Except yeah. for, like, the 20 years we did it to Buffalo premiere. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, <this> is- <laughs> the shows on Zoom were probably were all kind of, wah, 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 you know, talking over each other. Oh, we have to worry if uh, Paul's not here today. That's so right. We're, we're good. He's not going to yell at us <laughs> for doing things wrong. Nothing sadder than the holiday fill-in host. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Present by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Thursday here at Gillette Stadium. I used that line yesterday too, Fred. Yeah, you used it? I credited you. I said, right now, Fred's making fun of me. People on your program must wonder, who is this Fred guy that they mention every once in a while? It's not like how you like it, Yeah, don't you like it that way, though? You get get mentioned a lot for someone who's never actually appeared on station. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's Deuce, it's Alex, so she had a good week. It's um, <laughs> it's Evan, Paul, Fred, Matt is back. Matt, hey. Matt in the booth. Back in the booth. He's alive. Matt in the booth. I'm alive. Um, yeah, so you, everything's good? You feeling better? I'm, I'm hurting, but I'm in recovery. You're mode. hurting? Yeah. What, what, any particular part of your body? You're... I'm sore just from all the vomiting. Oh, really? Oh, jeez. I can oh, see that. Oh, Did the, you lose weight? The, the retching. Probably. Did you close you your rings? on me? Does throwing up count as closing your rings? I close my rings every day. So, Matt, I'm really sorry to hear that. Um, how is our lunch order coming? He's <laughs> <laughs> just the thought of your of the pepperoni pizza that's about to get back to work. I'm kidding. Get back to work. He won't eat anymore, I'm, so it's I'm, not I'm, it's not I'm, really worth it. I'm on a diet. I'm not not as uh, not as um, Dedicated to your diet? No. I I lost the word. Focused on losing weight? Yeah, not as aggressive as his diet. Uh Whatever. Anyway. Are you going to eat some wings in Buffalo with us, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bada bing. All right. Absolutely. By the way, uh, Evan's team boneless wing, by the way. 100%. There's no such thing. Tenders. Chicken tenders. And here we go. Chicken yeah. tenders. Chicken just, nugget. You had to. You just had to. Start <laughs> I'm on your team. Like, I'm with you. You just had to. No, go these there. guys are like, well, the bone makes it so oh, much we more just moist. Had this no, discussion. the bone makes it, it a does. wing. Otherwise, it's just chicken. That's fine. It's just a tender. Right. Just, we can just agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Now, all right. if you're out and go, go, go you, know, you want a high chair, you, you maybe <laughs> gonna go out and get something to eat. Maybe you're gonna stay out. Go out. You know. You know, like Evan, you know, yeah. to the clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe you want the yeah. you want the boneless because yeah, you don't want to mess. Right, but you guys don't find it off-putting when you get a chunk of cartilage in that in that bite, or you know, you get some some tendon or whatever in a like, real yeah, wing. Yeah, 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 well, that's you know, that's the beauty of it's boneless. from a chicken. Right. Well, so is the chicken. It's good collagen. It's not, it's not processed. Good for your skin. Good collagen. I feel like we we've, we've done this like at least one other time, and I went upstairs after the show, and just like six people came up to me and were like, "That was such a bad take you had about wings. <laughs> like you're so wrong." About 
about this. <laughs> you know, Chris Cassidy is like all, you know, all up in my face about it. I'm just look. I like boneless wings. I don't like the mess. I like what I like. I'm, I'm not going to say that. Uh, Cheers. Not, I'm not saying you can't like it. That's Thanks, not Fred. the issue. It, they're not wings, though. Yes, they are. They're <laughs> buffalo tenders. No. Or nuggets. No, nuggets are definitely different. Nuggets are, are little round right. things. So these are the flats, these right? Are, these are yeah. Oh, those these are the flats are, are the wings, okay. but the but other tenders. Ones are not tenders. tenders are not tossed in the sauce. They can be. They can be. Why not? No. You don't have that's to toss not a wings tender. in the that's sauce. A, that's a boneless wing. You can just uh, have like a, a tender. Is they're like buffalo tenders. When you order hot tenders the at, tender a, at a restaurant. The tender becomes a buffalo tender oh, oh, oh. by tossing it in the sauce. You when can you get order, wings without when, sauce. What, are when you, you what order, is this argument? When you order tenders. <laughs> so proud. Right? At a restaurant. <laughs> they bring you plain chicken tenders. Right. Then Unless you, you say buffalo tenders. No. If you say buffalo tenders, you're eating a boneless wing. <laughs> oh, you see, you're just you're being I don't stubborn. Know. This guy. Yeah. Uh, There's this place I, you know that we like to order I'm from glad. around here. I think it's called I'm Pizza Hut or something yeah, like yeah, that. I'm I glad. get boneless buffalo tenders all the time. Well, yeah. that's that's Delicious. wrong. I'm, I'm glad it's you're not, not wrong. I'm, I'm glad you're not part of the collaborative draft process. Boneless wings are too large <laughs> to ever actually right. come from a wing. You're right. I wouldn't take Cole Strange in the first round. He's boneless. Yeah. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> what was that, Alex? What did you say? What did you say? I said that like it's it can't be a wing because the piece of chicken is way too big to ever come from the wing. Yeah, it's a tenderloin. You don't know where it is. It's a boneless wing. <laughs> like he's, he's just he's just being. It's okay. He's we'll being let him. difficult. Yeah. Yeah. What else is new? Anyway. <laughs> All right, Patriots. What do we got? What do we got? We got Ramondre Steven officially be being yeah. put on IR to make room for. What about yeah. his son? Yeah, they had to get a cornerback in. Um, well, you said Ramondre Steven, you know, so what about I said son? Stevenson. <laughs> you were probably talking I over me, so I you didn't I don't think it. you did. I don't think you did. <laughs> Maybe I said Steven. Chris Cassidy just texted me, by the way, yeah. um, oh. telling me that my wing takes are terrible. Taunting. He's right. He's taunting. Oh, Chris and, is, and look at Chris him. He knows right. food. <laughs> oh, oh no. come on. What? He's a big guy. <laughs> I mean, big. He's That's a, twice in like a week. He's a, he's a <laughs> large human being. You're a bully. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they signed uh, Marco Wilson. Uh, Marco. They put in a claim, claim for him. So they're, everybody knows their um, their cornerback depth has been a little bit spotty. And, uh, you know, so they, they got some depth. And I think three other teams put uh, claims, two other teams. But yeah, he's, they got him. He's well, played a little bit in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. So throwing him into the mix with, uh, you know, Breon Borders. What, you got no trash? No. So are we worried about the health of Jonathan Jones going into this game? Because he was banged up. Is Always. he okay? Um, yeah, he was. He didn't play the full, the I am full not. load in this in He's this not game. even on the report. No. Oh, okay. All right. So. I would be more worried about Jalen Mills. Yeah, yeah, he uh, is on the report. Who's in concussion Concussed. protocol? But was but was in the locker room? Was at practice, kind of just watching, not not dressed yeah. or anything. Which I mean, maybe is a sign that perhaps he could clear and, and go. But um, I think the big takeaway we we talked about yesterday in the locker room is very upbeat, and yeah. uh, you know a lot of guys were were feeling it. A lot of uh, you know members of the media. Nice job to Chad Ryland, which I oh <laughs> I never quite can like put that like people in know. the media were going up to Chad Ryland telling him nice job. Uh, when you say people, pe- well, nah. well we'll talk off air. Yeah, <laughs> people in the media is a loose term. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's well. That's you're not supposed to, to be in the locker room unless you're part of the media. Well, yeah, yeah but and like, you're I, really not supposed to be like. So proud of you, man. Yeah. No, I, did, I made that rooting part or rooting no, against or rooting <laughs> against. <laughs> like you're supposed to no, sort of be I, neutral. I know this is going to bring us down a tangent, but I was thinking about that same thing, Paul. When we were coming into the industry, you and I, at our age, <laughs> at our young age, the guys who were already on the beat, they weren't fans. 
they maybe they got into this business because they like sports and they wanted to write about sports, but they didn't get into this business because they were Patriots fans. And a lot of those it, guys really wanted the team to win. Well, it's better for their job. Because, yeah. Well, but but they Fred's right. They but, didn't like just I, openly root for them. But I feel them. like a lot of people nowadays and Evan no disrespect intended or or deuce, but you got into it because you love the Patriots. Yeah. You know? This is what we've done for everybody, and, and, Fred. And, and, you know, that used to not be the motivation. <laughs> no. you, you got into this business because you wanted to be a journalist, and yeah. you wanted to, and you like sports, so I want to be a sports journalist. But that seems to have changed That over was, the like, years. the number one, the first sports journalism class I took, the first thing my professor said, no cheering in the press box. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't cheer in the press yeah, box. Yeah, but, like, figuratively but, speaking, well, Just like, so you know, like, don't, don't, don't cheer don't, in the press boxes. Don't cheer in the locker room either. It's <laughs> like, but it wasn't a thing yeah. to be taken literally. It was just, like, right. my professor's way of saying, like, don't be a fanboy. Don't exactly. Be a fan yeah. Yeah. I, I would, uh, I, I knew that I wanted to be in the industry, like, from a really young age mm -hmm. like i used to watch like around the horn and pti and listen to the radio and like i remember asking my dad like what what is what is tony kornheiser like what what does he do <laughs> he's a man and, and my dad was like he's a columnist like he writes for the washington post and i was like well that's what i want to do with my life like, yeah. i don't want to do that no, fair enough and uh but i cover the patriots and i don't think that i could cover another team the, as passionately as i covered the patriots because I think you could. I grew up here. I, like I really this. do. I think but you might even. I think you, you might even cover another team better. Yeah, I think Maybe. your your like passion for breaking down film. I don't think that it matters like who the individuals are. I think you, you're selling yourself short. Well, I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, I'm serious. Like I think you Kyle could do that Shanahan for any team, team and you just yeah, be drooling all over. that's true. I guess <laughs> you just might not have that much background knowledge of that. I specific just team I feel like that I your whole life. You know, right? I just like I wanted to cover the Patriots. Because I grew up 20 minutes from here, no, but I, I, I definitely wanted to be in media first. Like that was my bigger priority. Yeah. I'm not sure that's the case with a lot of people. Yeah, no, I, I think a lot of people have similar stories. But yeah, it, it is. I think it's it's odd, and and it's different because when we grew up, Fred, we didn't have all of these titles when we were when we were kids. And and this generation, they have all these titles to fall back on. You did because whatever team won, you were a fan of. <laughs> what, what do you mean but titles? Oh, oh Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I was Super confused. Bowl. I, I, I thought was like they meant like vice president. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. so like yeah, yeah, someone yeah, Evan's age, media creator. You know, yeah. when when Evan was deciding that he wanted to be like Tony Kornheiser, that the the teams around here were all pretty successful in winning championships. Yeah. When I I because I had a very similar kind of story. I wanted to like I always told people. I wanted to have my little picture in the Globe and as a columnist, um, and, and that was what I always wanted to do. But the teams weren't winning championships all the time, so it wasn't because they, they win all the time. I mean, they were my teams. I don't know if I could cover uh, other teams as yeah, passionately yeah. as I covered this. I thing, would definitely say, like, there's no doubt about it that if Tom Brady did not exist, I don't know if I would be covering football like yeah. that. Like he. Made, made me fall in love so with football. So that does make that, it a little different, I think, true. for this For, for this me, generation. like, it wasn't journalism. I wanted to go into publishing. I like putting things together, like products. Yeah. You know, whether it's a newspaper or magazines. That's what I wanted to do. Was football your biggest passion, though, growing up? No. 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 Tennis. Yeah. You know? I love oh, yeah. the origin stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Evans Lazar prequel. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. No, yeah. I, I definitely wouldn't have the same, um, you know, ability to just talk about like the 08 season or, you know, like all the history of the team that, you know, those right. those games are so memorable. No, now you're, you're my, my perfectly mind. suited to work for a team. Dudes. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, yeah. like, look, I mean, I like my biggest thing. I never want to be unprofessional in the locker room. And, you know, it's it would be easy as a member of the team media to just be like buddy, buddy with that. But I don't I don't cross those lines like it's just. You know, I, I just I think it's more respect for what the real journalists do and, and respecting the profession. And, you know, like this I'm week, jealous of people like yeah. that. Like, I I feel like, you know, you know, you know, Tony Kornheiser is the example that came to my mind. But like the other one is Jackie Mack, who I just think yeah. is just unreal. One of the goals. And standards. I like right. I wish I could write like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like she and those types of people that you guys are talking about that were on the beat like before, you know, the um everything happened like those people i feel like were such great storytellers yeah. and i don't feel like we have enough of that now well, like and, where but, people are truly and, telling and, stories and back then there was also a very clear division between the beat writers and the columnists right. yeah now and, yeah, and that's a good rarely point. did the two cross yeah you know like you were you know once you became a columnist it was your opinion right based on facts hopefully but a beat writer just the facts ma'am right you know um, so it was different, but now there's it's blurred. Yeah. It's That's blurred. a great point. Yeah. yeah. And I also think that you said we don't have as many storytellers, and I think that part of the reason for that is the relationships aren't the same, you know, between the athletes and the people who cover them for a lot of different reasons. But I also think in this particular case, like there's not there's th there's like more of an emphasis on just being around the team and in like diving into it as opposed to reporting well there's no need anymore right so really as much you don't need to be here right you don't need you know you you can just get on a blog and, and write and you don't necessarily need the act so you don't know the people that you're writing about yeah whereas like jackie mcmullen and you know bob ryan there's a million yeah. examples but yeah. they are great storytellers because they had great relationships with the people they covered for right. years and years the, one of the most amazing things that I saw, and I'm not lying, and Fred, you'll remember this. Charles Barkley was at a game. It was a night game here in Foxborough. He came to a game. Remember he told us? He was right, by the way. Y'all you know, going to suck you know, when, <laughs> when, when Tom and Bill leave. Um, so she, uh, he was here, and Jackie Mack was covering that game that night. He was a little, you know, I think he probably had a few. Right. In him. He picked Jackie McMullen out. Like, he gave her a hug. Picked her up and was like walking in the locker room with her, <laughs> and then she got really mad. She's like, "You need to put me down. Yeah, you can't do that." She but was like, like that. It just showed you the relationship that she has yeah. with this guy who she played was like, like twenty that. years ago. I remember covering the Celtics. I was oh my god, I was so young, but my first year covering I the know, Celtics. You're ancient now. I was like, tw but I was like twenty two. My first year covering the Celtics. <laughs> like now twenty two. <laughs> Anyways, ancient. I just saw Jackie Mack walk onto the court pregame and just like sit down next to Kyrie Irving, who like everyone knows was so bipolar at that yeah. point. But his face would light up. He was like a different person talking to Jackie, and it was just so cool to see. Because I mean, I'm like you guys. I respect the hell out of her. She's it's a little so like cool. Karen. The best. Karen, 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 Karen has it too. Yeah. It's it's a reporter's chops that. I don't think a lot of people, let alone don't it's have. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think they try to, to develop them. And they're earned. Yeah. They're because they're earned. You don't just have them. Kevin Mannix, like, it was unbelievable the way Kevin would like rip the players when they needed to be ripped, but he'd go in the locker room and they'd be like, "Hey, Kevin." Well, he had the Mannix report card, and he'd give guys F's. 
Yeah. And then he'd show up in the locker room the next day, and sometimes they'd confront him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John but, Hanna but, had a hard time with yeah, him. Yeah, but, oh, but he never backed down. That's but I feel like that's like when you were talking about columnists and beat reporters being separate, I think that's a big part of it with the relationship with the players is, you know, a lot of guys it, – it's all over social media now too, and, like, yeah. guys pay attention to what we're saying about them. And I think that there's a little bit of a guard up with with a lot of yeah. People they'll quote tweet you because they'll call you they out know directly. like oh like am I really going to be nice to this guy when yesterday he was calling me stink stink stunk sorry right GRD. no it's, it's uh, you true. know like yeah. it, like that that sort of thing and I feel like because it's so prevalent on social media now like all these guys pay attention like that's one thing that I've noticed too like especially now that I I work for the team like they they all know what I write about them yeah and like for better or worse like that's just you know. And, and, you know, like if Giardi's – see, Giardi's playing two roles. He's, like, covering a beat, and he's going on TV. And, right. Yeah. And that's that's tough to do without, you know, losing and those he's relationships. One, he's yeah. one of the few that does it the right way. Well, and I don't know about that. Because, like, I don't think – like, if you're going to report on a team and be – I don't think you should be calling guys stink, stank, stunk. What do you mean, like, That's not fair. A that's team. a cheap he shot. Work, he works for, like, a, an independent – no, but, he doesn't work for NFL Network anymore. No, but he's the Patriots guy for Clintus, right, or whatever. Or, it is. No, PSJ. for what, Boston that, Sports Journal. Oh, it's like an in, it, it's what, an independent website. They're not. It's not. He's not like the beat writer. No, but he is the guy that. Yes, he is for the for no. Boston Sports. It, they don't have beat writers. It's just like some well, random website. But he's the guy who covers the Patriots, right? Well, like, like as a in, beat, no. In conjunction with Greg, okay. like it's all it's all columns. He writes columns every day. Giardi, okay. Colin, I, like they put them on Twitter every day. But he's not the one that reports the news of the Patriots. They don't. Re- it, they're not a news organization. I, I think they would differ. I don't. All right. I think they're well, giving is, you analysis. I uh, think it's an analysis organization. I think Greg's bread and butter is Evan. Okay. All twenty-two. Yeah. I don't think they're looking for news. Well, they have different guys with different, you know. Things that they I do. don't think that's. I'm not being disrespectful of the Boston Sports Journal. I don't think that they're the Globe. I don't think they're trying to be the Boston Globe or the Boston Herald in, in trying to break news. I think that they. I think they're trying to, to to cover the team. Yes, but not that way. I think they want not to be, as a beat writer. I think they want to be a destination for any of the teams that they cover. For here's for, where you come to get your news about the Patriots or the Celtics or whatever. And when I need the all twenty two, I go to Evan. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but I just think well, I think we're saying the same thing, but we think it's different things. Yeah. That's all. Well, I think it's the heart of the, what the debate is about new media and yeah. you know the ability of blogs. I just, and, right, I, know, I agree. With I, you, I Mike. think it, to me, it's one thing when when Shaughnessy does his column and he's taking his yeah. making his jabs and everything, but I think when you're covering the team, you need to be fair and not take cheap shots. Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that. Yeah, I, I got a funny text from. Uh, from Greg, that's why I said you get the all twenty-two from Evan because we have the same source uh, of all twenty-two. And da- around the holidays, the guy kind of goes MIA a little bit, and so Greg texted me and he's like, "This guy kills me every year around the holidays." And I was like, "Yeah, I know. You got to use Game Pass." And he's like, "I won't do it." And I was like, "I don't know what to tell you." Well, that. all twenty-two is all twenty-two though. It's the same angle, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, you silly devil! But the the one that we get is like. 1080p like high quality oh, okay it's a better quality yeah, yeah. And, and you can download the file directly to your computer okay so it makes it easier to cut it up gotcha yeah okay <laughs> all right competing i love it yeah wow that was a lot off of just uh hey nice uh, we job, go, Chad we, Ryland. we break into those um yeah. journalism talks every once in a while i think no, fred's, fred's point about the 
the blurred lines is, is well, very, I mean, I very think accurate. just us sitting here, it's a good cross representation of, you know, yeah. I, I would say I'm probably the most extreme of, of all of it. I mean, Alex is, I mean, I never took a sports journalism class. And, you know, Evan's kind of dabbled where he has some background, but he's also written regular stuff. I mean, you guys are, you know, old school and, you know, the, the, the traditional kind of yeah. columnists and but journalists. Like Mike Reese is, you know, considered one of the best covering the Patriots, you know, yeah. in terms of thoroughness and all that. And he's always been, you know, just reporting the news. You know, he'll throw in a little nugget there, you know, kind of like, what does he know? Yeah. But he'll make it like, he'll, he'll make it clear that it's, it's, you know, something he's just thinking about. It. It's speculation. But lately, he's been going more and more on the radio. And when you're on the radio, they don't want just, you know, down yeah. the middle. They want your opinion. Well, the Trent Brown, the way he wrote Trent Brown absent from practice yesterday, which was an illness, so uh, take from that what you will. An illness. Um, but I, I will say, like, I'm just so impressed with, with Mike's relentlessness. Like, he just, I mean, here he is posting the numbers of the new guy they just got this morning. I mean, we talk a lot about, look, the Patriots didn't have a great season, and it, it would be easy to kind of mail it in a little bit here down at the end, but he just keeps doing what he does no yeah. matter what it is. And, I mean, yeah. I know Paul's been – had a lot of interactions with him as, I love this Mike. season. He's no, as the season's gone my on. My favorite guy I've ever worked with. In but he's a little rattled, right? Like you've been years. saying he's a little rattled. Yeah, I don't season. think – I, I keep telling him I don't think he's handling uh, covering a bad team. <laughs> yeah, <enough. laughs> yeah, I love Mike. And uh, I, he's like one of those people that I'm like – if I'm here as often as Mike Reese is here, then I'm doing it right. Right. Like I just like, I'm always, and he, he always talks to to me and Alex and he is like, he's like, you guys like try to always like beat me here and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, cause you're like the gold standard. Like if we're, if we're covering the team as much as you cover the team, then we're doing it right. Well, you would have to go to community events for that. Yeah, that's true. Look at, he does both your jobs, right? Right. You didn't meet Donna till a year into your tenure here. But he, I mean, that's he, what we have you for. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying Mike is not covering the community events, but the reason he really goes is because that's, that's sometimes where, where you get the best access. Well, yeah. he also, um, yeah, yeah, do that off. But like you know, the guy is like, "Hey, thanks for coming to my event. I'll give you five minutes." Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. 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 Th- that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not necessarily for the five minutes. Yeah. It's the relationship, and it gets back to. This is why we don't have these storytellers anymore because no one really cares about developing relationships. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah and also it's not guys. really incentivized from yep. your like employer anymore. I mean, remember when the Athletic came to town and that was going to be their shtick? Like they're going back to real columns yeah. and long form features and all this. And how long did it last before their editors were saying, "Wait, actually, let's write some practice reports. Let, yeah. Let's write these clickbait headlines." And it Lists. just it kind of fell right back to where it was. Yeah. But it's what they tried to do. And yeah, yeah. All right, uh, 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Um, we had our first practice yesterday. We got yes. that report. Uh, any other Patriots news that we need to know before we open it up to the phone lines? No, Peppers, what? Peppers out. Um, yeah, no, no Peppers, no Juju Trent Brown, and uh, obviously no Ramondre, who was placed on injured reserve. So I guess maybe that's a little bit of Patriots yep. news is out for the season. Uh, we did see Jalen Mill is always my favorite when we're like, is that him like sitting on the bench like with, without He's got green hair? You know, How did you miss him? Close. Yeah, well we're like on the, the other side too. of it's the even, field. I think he uh, so, Yeah, it. he was there. Jalen Mills is a spectator, uh, and um, also uh, I had a, a great conversation with Ivan Fierce, who was who was also there. Yeah, and, he, he's uh, always here. Yeah, 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 smoking a. He a nice, should be taking a paycheck. Smoking a nice stogie. Smoking a stogie. Smoking a stogie outside the uh, oh, the bubble, and I walked up to him and I was like, "What a G!" Talk about old school. <laughs> That's holidays. awesome. What a G! <laughs> All right. Were you guys ever in the press box when guys would smoke in the press oh, box? Oh God, yes. Yeah. 
Oh my gross. god, oh, that's man. disgusting. That George Kimball. You had to go in the back. Yeah. Like oh, what in little... old state? Never yeah. here. Oh, right? ne- no, By never now, here. But like never the old school stadium. Yeah. Puffing away. I would say that on the whole these guys are in better shape than they used to be. <laughs> I know. What was the average lifespan of oh a sports reporter back in the That's day? That's the one compliment we've yeah. given them in the last three All oh, these guys, they didn't take care of themselves. Yeah. Not at all. But, uh, but yeah. no, but, but the bigger point was just that good, good vibes in the locker room, probably better than all year. So what does it mean? I don't know. But I, I, think that, I did. That was, I mean, obviously after you win a game in Denver that, that you're going to be excited, but uh, the locker room between Post game Denver, then today, uh, yesterday, I mean, guys were talking. Guys were were happy to talk to media, which is pretty rare, you know. Like yeah, it a bunch was a different scrum. It was a it was a lively ro- locker room for. Why do you think that is? Couple wins, I guess. I no, don't but know. Like, okay, so we've couple. been in locker rooms where they've Holidays. had a couple wins before, but it's not always like that. Yeah, yeah. even in better times. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was trying to think about it yesterday, and I you know afterwards, and I I, I don't know. Do you I, think some of it's for show? Just to kind of show no, the people. No, because you can sense. You can when, sense it's when real. When the vibes are down, you can sense it. It's authentic, it. Yeah. yeah. And for some reason, I feel, I don't know, maybe it's ever since Germany. I feel like for whatever reason, it's been kind of light in there. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I give them a lot of credit for the way the locker room's been, despite everything. I just like it going into Buffalo, kind of being loose. And, I mean, you heard the Bills talk yesterday, Josh Allen saying, you know, this is a team that's, like, loose, and they're not, you know, they're going to come in here looking to ruin our playoff hopes. And, you know, we're expecting them to, to come in and play hard. So I, I, I that's what I'm kind of expecting. I, I, I Are you ex- are we expecting a good game? I kind of am. I think the Bills will pull away. Um, you know, I just, I think they got too much. That's I've seen too much of Josh Allen to think they could do it two in a row. But I I don't know. My feelings is going to be surprisingly close through the first half and, you know, into the third quarter. And then I feel like winning time, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, they start to kick into gear and, you know, they pull away. But Will it be a game that eventually has a name? Like <laughs> Harper's Muff or the win game? I, I mean, probably only if the game. Patriots win. If the Patriots win, maybe, but it's hard to see. The like day the Bills, Zappy won the Yeah, job. the Bills should win. And I don't know. It's hard to see a game going as it should have gone. Um, you know, it says, I mean, what are they favored by 12 points or something yeah. crazy like that? Like, I mean, but if it was an upset, maybe, you know, maybe if there's a big play, something like that. Yeah, I I almost feel like the pressure being so much off the Patriots and, and the players is maybe what's contributing the most to the, the mood yeah. right now is just like, all right, we, we're not making the playoffs like we had a bad season. But at this point, we got to finish out the string. And I feel like maybe that's part of it with Zappy a little bit, too, is just like what pressure does he really have all he first of all all he's got to do is be better than mac jones which like that bar wasn't very high and then secondly (laughs) like it's not like anything's really on the line like if he loses then the fans are happy about it because they lost and if he wins then like it's good for him so i think you're i think you're right i had a conversation with tavai's girlfriend a couple weeks ago around christmas and she was just telling me how frustrated he would come home during the season and then once you start to really get out of it, he kind of had a different mentality where he was like, okay, I can play more free and I'm really kind of playing not for myself, but I'm still trying to make a name for myself here. And ever since then, he's just been in great moods and he's been having such a great season. And I wonder if that translates to the rest of the locker room too. Yeah. Just two weeks left too. How much, how much credit does Belichick get for this mood? I, I mean, I don't. I mean, I just. I kind of credit the players. They they got the win, and you know, I think they're kind of reaping the or so, you know reaping what they sowed in terms of getting a victory. So, I don't know, but I mean, it's certainly not a depressed and, and scary place. So I guess a little bit of credit, but I, I think it really comes down to 
know, players just making the big plays when they had to. And I think that's probably got to be a little bit satisfying for them. But, you know, it's still it's just it was such a up and down performance. And it's it kind of easy to remember, you know, the big throw to, to Parker or, you know, the, the touchdown to Gasicki or, you know, of course, Rylance Field goal. Not doinking it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, and you kind of forget about how oh, we missed two kicks. And, you know, there were there were yeah. some problems there. I mean, the defense giving up those two clutch drives there in, in the fourth. It seemed like the momentum was all on the other side. So we're kind of sweeping all that stuff under the rug right now. And, and we'll see if it comes to back to bite them in Buffalo if they can't. I think they got to eliminate a bunch of those mistakes if they are realistically to have a chance. I think you have to give them credit for like there's a lot of of competitors still in that in that locker room. You know, like guys, obviously like the the old timers like a David Andrews is is number one, but there's still you know even some of those younger guys. You know, Christian Barmore goes out there has the game of his life. Like that guy's obviously trying. Like it's not like he's you know let go of the rope because they're four and eleven. So I think that's a good thing just from a, a long term point of view of, of the team going into next year is that they that's not a locker room of losers like there's a lot of guys in there that that really care about this and put a lot into it and care about winning nice barmore uh barmore was funny we heard him went down heard him talk today he uh didn't realize he was such a big chris jones fan studies chris jones a lot and and he said uh, he got a jersey from chris jones and he's like i almost cried <laughs> that was kind of funny but uh, yeah he's uh he's watched a lot of chris jones film um before we open it up, just want to uh, say congratulations to Rodney Harrison, yep. who got to the final 15 uh, for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. What so, a tough class, though. Fingers I, like, crossed. You'd love to see him get in, but I'm like, even if I were a voter, I, it's, I mean, there's a lot of really, really good players that were just yeah, it's a good, generational it's a good superstars. And, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's a good sign he made it to the finals here in his third time, but I don't know. I have a, I have a hard time. Like, how many? Did they, is there a set number of how many actually get to Five. go in? Five guys? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough one. Does it have to be five? It can be less, right? Yeah, but, but I it think can't five, be more. I don't know about that, but I I know five is the max. Right. Can't yeah. be more than five. Yeah. Right. It's but just tough like with guys like Rodney because now you guys start like Antonio Gates, right? His first year on the ballot. <laughs> so like those guys start to come up, but, but yeah. because Rodney like missed it when he probably should have gone in. Now all these first ballot guys are starting, you know, it just kind of pushes him further, further, further down the list. Uh, but usually when guys get to the, fi- like, it's a good sign that he got to the final yeah. list, list, and that usually means eventually, like, if there's, like, a, a weaker class or something like that, they'll make good on the guys that kind of slip through the cra- cracks like Rodney. Like, like and Andre Johnson, Patrick Willis. I mean, these guys, I mean, yeah. you know, no disrespect to Rodney, of course, but, I mean, these, you know, those guys were really good for, for a long time. I mean, I, was, I don't know. Devin Hester was one. I was like, all right, I would probably maybe go Rodney over Devin Hester. But yeah, yeah I have. I don't want to get into my issues with this whole thing. But anyway, <laughs> let's let's no, hope. No, what are your issues with the whole thing? No, I just, okay. you know, it shouldn't like be like, oh, he didn't get in, so we'll make good down the road. If a guy deserves to be in the hall, he should just get in the hall. I I, I can't stand the minimums and maximums. Yeah, exactly. Like, if if eight guys are hall. Worthy, eight guys should go in. Yeah, I don't like really yeah. Hall of Fame. Period. But all right, um, there's no there's no perfect way to do it. Eight five five Pats five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web Radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Let's open it up because we do have picks today, so we have to hurry. Um, Anthony's in Seattle. What's up, Anthony? Hey, what's up, Fred? What's up, my people? Hey, all right. hey, guys. Uh, I, I've got a couple of things I wanted to address, if I may. Um, one, uh, I wanted to this this sudden divisiveness we have as as fans, and then the other thing I just had a, a couple quick, uh, just a quick thought on Zappy. But um, first off, suddenly, 
it's been brought up a few times on this show where, you know, suddenly it's if you anybody who who wants wants to tank is not a real fan. And I don't if if you recall, I mean, I thought we were winning the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season, um, and then you get to a certain point in the season where you want to win, but then there's like a tipping point where it's like, okay, well, it doesn't help us to win anymore. So full disclosure, yeah, I mean, I'm on I'm on tank, you know, I'm on tank watch, but. I mean, here's the thing. If, if 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 you're someone who still wants, you know, to win, I'm not going to tell you you're not a real fan because you you don't know what's in the best interest of the team. Listen, if you're still watching and rooting for the Patriots one way or another, you're rooting for them to win right now, or you're rooting for them to tank because you want them to win later. You're rooting for the best interest of the team. If you're still watching, you still have vested interest in the Patriots, you are a real fan. It's us versus those fans who – Suddenly, I've heard it a couple of times, you know, some people calling on the show or emailing the show. I've, I've known a couple of people personally. Suddenly, those fans who, oh, well, I only watched one game this year. Those guys, okay, did you guys only watch one or two games when Brady was a quarterback and we were winning 12 games a year? It's us versus those quote-unquote fans where, oh, okay, um, that's a little suspicious. You know, those are the ones that I would question if those are real fans. But the ones who are, are we're still watching and, and, and supporting the team one way or another every week, we're all real fans, and, and this, this thing where, you know, I, I don't want to go down. I got one more thing about Zappi, and I don't want to hold up the show, but that, I, we're all fans. Let's just um, – and the thing about Zappi is um, Fred kind of alluded, alluded to it a little bit, and um, I don't know. I feel like Evan and Paul kind of have been, have been dismissive of it, and I didn't think I'd even say this, but um, I, I think the conversation – he's at least opened up the conversation of him – Getting a chance to start next year, I, I don't think. I don't think. I, listen, I think we need a quarterback, but I think there's a there is a pretty big difference where the kid has now got a kind of playing winning football. Where having a guy who stands still and takes a, a sack and sets up third and eighteen, as opposed to a guy who avoids pressure, takes a check down and gets five yards and sets up third and five. That is a big difference, and then he's occasionally making a, an off-platform play and, like, the, the touchdown to, to Gusecki. Those are plays that, that Matt can't make. So, you know, if we get in a position to, to get, a, say, a Marvin Harrison and, and maybe a, uh, some offensive line and, and surround him with some talent, I think, okay. you know, I think the conversation is kind of open for maybe seeing what Zappi can bring to this team. He's only started six games in the NFL and, okay. and he's won four, so all that's right. all I got. All right. Thanks, Anthony. Listen, if Zappi closes the season out with two wins – and does it and actually contributes to the win, like he's one of the reasons why they won, I think you're going to hear a groundswell of people like, let him compete for the starting job. Compete is yeah, I'm, I'm fine with I don't I don't mean hand it to him. I yeah. just think that, no, and it's not like to take shots at Anthony, but like if your bar is better than Mac Jones, then the bar is not high enough. Right. right? Like, so he's like been this much better than Mac Jones. <laughs> right. And to sit, so to sit here and say like our, our only bar of like who should be the starter for the Patriots next year or beyond is, well, he's better than Mac Jones was. No, that's not the measuring stick. Right. So like saying that about Zappy is not really, I don't think like the big like win that no, for Zappy me, people he, think it is. For me, well, he t- would have to close out the season really well. Yeah. Like great passing performances. It's not so a like, lot better than the four games that he's played. For though. sure. Yeah. yeah. But I can make, I could get on board with that. Maybe not like if he competes for the role and then he's just still that bridge as we're adding other important pieces to the team that aren't yeah. necessarily a quarterback. I'm just not, I can't get, he would have to really blow us away in the last two weeks of the season for me to take quarterback in the first round off the table. Yeah. Like that would have to be really, really 
unreal like puts up 45 against Buffalo or something like that for me to sit here and say oh you know Drake may forget it like we don't need Drake may like yeah. you know like that sort of thing but you're not gonna get him but if you if you like said to me that their plan next year was like Bailey Zappi with Penix or Bailey Zappi with Bo Nix or ba- like one of these guys that's not going to be a top five pick in the draft am I like jumping for for joy about it no but like I'm not going to necessarily kill him for it either I just think that it would have to you'd have to still sure. have that yeah. that rookie that, no, no, that I, has I think potential to, to pin your hopes on Bailey Zappi would be kind of foolish yeah well, you know, but but I think there's a way for him to earn a shot at it is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, just I just think it's valuable to have quarterbacks who are at least like are competent. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they don't really have anybody, and I don't I don't know what's going to happen with Mac Jones. I just I think that's one of the most interesting things to me is is do they get rid of him? Does he ask out? Does you know what that? I mean, to me, it's just ba- Bailey Zappi will be here. I think in the summer. Like I don't I don't see the reason why you would be r- eager to get rid of him. Uh, on Anthony's other point about the division, you know, like people. Yeah, people can do whatever they want. I mean, I think it's interesting I don't know. Matthew to me. disagrees. Well, he's uh, right, writing in from oh. New Mexico. He uh-oh. says, people complaining about our draft position should stop watching and rooting for the Patriots. <laughs> they should stop watching football for oh, a decade. Stop. Cry more and cry louder, please. It's just football. Who cares? I mean, you can root however you want. I just thought he was interesting where, on one hand, he said he was rooting to tank, but he was also throwing out the option of keeping Zappy, which usually I feel like the people who are pro-tank are pro I think we bo- need a star I think both sides are fans. Yeah, yeah, one, you know, it, you're both you're both fans. I don't like to tell people how to think. Yeah, <laughs> but politicians it, do that enough. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, I just I, it's a hard experience as a fan to like I, I don't know if you're if you're really in your heart of hearts like really rooting for the Broncos last week. Were you? I mean, were you literally like you know that that to me is is a little strange. Like I just I have it in me when I'm in see the Patriots against the the Broncos, no matter the the, the setup that you know I want the Patriots to win. Like that's mm-hmm. but. You know, people can do what they want. I don't care. Let's yeah. go to Nitty in New York. What's up, Nitty? Hey, how's it going? Happy uh, belated holidays to you guys. How you doing? Thanks. Uh, so I think Anthony pretty much, like, touched on all the things I wanted to touch on as well, too, the notion of fandom. And, you know, I, I have a lot of friends that are on one side or the other in terms of people that are just all in with the tank or all in on, hey, if you're, if you're not watching and rooting to win, like, are you, are you a real fan? And I think – it's it, like like you like you guys said like it's it's on a spectrum and it's football at the end of the day and you watch however you want to watch and I get the the notion of you know with with tanking there's a very real implication that you're you're not really going to be in this hopefully draft position um, in a long long time and being able to pick at the top like you guys have talked on with your other shows is you know you you get more options to work with when you're picking at two versus eight so I, I get that and. Um, yeah, I guess my, my, my sentiment is when, when watching the Patriots on Christmas, you know, it's, it's Christmas Day. Um, I'm home with my family for the first time in months and watching the game and seeing Chad Ryan kick that game-winning field goal in, in a redemption sort of way, high-fiving my, my family afterwards. Like, I, I, I take that any, any day of the week, honestly, regardless of draft position. And I, I kind of want to turn to you guys if, you know, the Patriots were to – win out these these last two games or lose out these last two games would you rather be you know absolute nail biters of wins like bailey zappy's playing his heart out and barmore's playing his dominant self and and you know they they went out or would you rather that or see you know a 
a heartbreaker of a game like like in Germany and they lose out but they manage to get a top you know five top four mm-hmm. pick. No, I'd uh, rather I'd rather you know, I guess kind of wanted to hear one way yeah, or the other. Thanks, Nitty. I'd rather have them blow both these teams out of the water, both games. I just want to be entertained. Like yeah. I don't really like that's that. Would it for to me. me that would be entertaining. <laughs> I know, and I. I think the thing that just bugs me is when people act like going from two to four is the end of the world. Like you know, when it's yeah. like what the, if you go from four to eight? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, but but <laughs> just acting so like, oh my god, it's over. You know, it's like you're still in position to get a talented player, so you don't have to like jump off the bridge because you fell from two to four. Now, if they do win the last two games and they end up at nine, I get it a little bit more. But you know, at this point, I, I, I'll take that win over two versus four. Yeah, like beating the Bills and then beating the Jets, like that's. That's fun. I mean, knocking. I mean, putting Buffalo's, I mean, putting Buffalo's playoff hopes in serious doubt. Like, yeah. I, I can take a little satisfaction in that. Especially I'll take after just May. being the laughing stock. <laughs> I think it you're doing like more damage to your organization than the Bills. Yeah. But. It just would feel really good to just end on a high note and just have good vibes going into the off season. I don't know what that would do for free agency, but I, I don't know. It's if I'm a free agent, I'm not trying to come to a team that had like no hope at the end of the year, but a team but that the really team is. went like, on a run and of had what happens now. For sure, but if if they end on a higher note and don't just like kind of roll over, you could probably talk yourself into it a little more. It's just going to be a very different team, I think. That's the hard part. It's it's hard to say what this momentum will translate to because a lot of the players that you're talking about, right. they might not even be. I, well, listen, yeah. I get it. You know, like if if you're in the Caleb Williams or uh, Drake May sweepstakes, and free agents know that it's like, oh, well, they're going to get one of these quarterbacks. That, you know, I'll go to them. Yeah. They'll, they'll be a better team. But if you're out, then you I know. just I don't know. I I'm always torn about it because in the moment, like after they win the game in Denver, I wouldn't say I was on cloud nine like Bailey Zappi, but maybe like cloud three. You know, like you're, <laughs> you're like you're like excited about it a little bit, and it's yeah, it's yeah. much more fun to cover a win than a yeah. loss and like all that kind of stuff. Uh, but in the long run, like you do have to recognize. But I'm with Deuce, and we we talked about this on Catch Twenty Two. Like the difference between two to four is like not this like let's like throw our hands up and 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 cry right like like it's not that big of a deal now uh, going from two at one point to nine is it is a different story uh, but you know there's a lot of really good players at the top of this draft that I would be ecstatic with the Patriots getting. Uh, let's go to Spee in Fresno. What's up, Spee? The wing discussion today really brought out uh, Evan's inner Eric. Very yeah, a little bit, a little bit, just stubborn for stubborn steak. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, who? It, 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 it's a wing, Fred. It's a wing. <laughs> yeah, there was no way to change his mind. No, I, my mind still hasn't changed. Nope. <laughs> Good luck to your fiance. Uh, that is happy question. So. Your your backup quarter. I mean, this is an oversimplification, maybe, but maybe you want your backup quarterback to do kind of two things: step in and hopefully give you a chance when your starter is down over a course of maybe a small stretch of the season, like two or three games, and then also compete well enough with your starter in the preseason and you know, to to bring out the best in that guy. And it's in the latter case that I I question whether I mean, I guess in both cases, but really I'm more concerned about the latter. Like, do you think that Bailey Zappi is good enough to bring out the best in whatever quarterback you draft, assuming you do? Mm. I, I don't really understand. Is he going to push a young guy enough to, to yeah. bring out? Is that what you mean? Compete. 
Well, he thinks he's going to he, – he is competing for a starting job, so shouldn't that motivate the starter if, if he's yeah. not the starter? It like should, he's but not, is it a fair fight, though? Like I, 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 I would be leery of the guy who is content as the backup. Like, you don't want that. Yeah. I don't think he's content as a backup. No. I think he thinks. No. Yeah. But uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. But I'm saying, uh, do we get that out there in training camp? And it's like, this guy's just head and shoulders talented. Like he might not know the system yet or that, but it's just like it doesn't really. Is he good enough to really, you know, state his case? Or is it, you know, is a guy like Michael Penix going to come in and it's going to be obvious? Kind of like it was with Mac. Oh, I think it'll be know? obvious if they yeah. draft one of those highly regarded quarterbacks. That the difference in skill set. I don't think Mac Jones is all that skilled, and I think he's got a better skill set. But then, but I, yeah. then, in that doesn't it seem like then it would just be the rookie? Then it doesn't really seem well, like. Well, I think that the, the no, but Zappy like, wouldn't be able to put up much of a fight. But like, what backup quarterbacks around the league are the guy that like is good enough that he's putting fear in the starter? Jake Browning, you know? <laughs> oh like, yeah, Joe Burrow's shaking in his boots. <laughs> like seriously, yeah. like yeah. I, I think that no. you want to like uh, Zappy's profile right now to me is a, is really good in that regard because he has proven that he can step in the offense runs they you know they're yeah. able to continue to compete just yeah. the same way they were now yeah. you could argue that there's not much difference between the starter and the backup and that's why you're four and eleven like that that would be my argument mm-hmm. but I, I I don't I don't think that there's like a lot of guys like Cooper Rush is not keeping Dak Prescott up at night. You know, yeah. he stepped in and played well when he's gotten an opportunity. I, I just feel like with with Zappy, I, I know there's been on your your shows, Paul, some <laughs> some pushback about his attitude and and how he, he's a little little arrogant, a little cocky, and cocky, yes, yeah. And I I actually think that he's like the perfect backup quarterback because in a pinch. If you have to start him a couple games because your guy starter gets hurt, like Mac Jones last year, your starter goes down. He won them two games. Yeah. Now, do I think that he's going to be able to carry them to a, the promised land? No. Uh, but the, your ideal backup quarterback is somebody that can come in for two, three, yes. four games. On paper, games I totally agree. I worry a little it, bit about his attitude. Elvis Gerback. And, that, and, that. and just keep the, the ship afloat. I mean, but what if, like, I feel like if you're a backup quarterback, <laughs> I don't understand you. If you're a backup quarterback, don't you need to have like a lot of self confidence because the organization's yeah. not backing you, right? Like you're not the you're not the team's guy. The team's guy is Mac Jones. But in order for you to be able to do what Zappy's been able to do, you have to be comfortable in your own skin and confident in yourself mm-hmm. and that has to be manufactured because no one's gonna tell you that you're good. Yeah. Like you're the backup quarterback. Yeah. 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 I like it. All right. Thanks, B. Appreciate the call. Appreciate you. Uh, Andrew in L.A. writes in he's, uh, about the journalism thing. He says, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of media members nowadays don't necessarily need a journalism degree. But for those who went to school for journalism in the room, how has that assisted and also hindered you in the business now that it is more open to different types of content creators? Hmm. I think that, you know, because I did go to journalism school, um, but – I think that the way that journalism school is now, it's just it's being taught differently because it has to be right. So I don't even know if it's like an apples to apples comparison right. because of that. You like know? I tell people, like you you can't just write. Like if you want to get in the business, you have to, you know, maybe do some video editing, be able to you know put up a podcast. Um, you have to really know all forms of the media these days. Yeah. Be you comfortable know? on camera, probably. I can, I can really only speak to UMass, but that was such a big part of the curriculum. We had sports broadcasting classes, sports writing, magazine writing, 
photojournalism. Like I came out of college knowing completely the full Adobe Creative Edit Suite. Yeah. And it's just, you have to now. Yeah. Uh, Secondly, says Andrew, give me Jaden Daniels in the first round and his teammate Thomas Jr., uh, the wide receiver in the second, and I won't have Patriots depression anymore. I don't know who Thomas Jr. is. I don't know why. It's Thomas's son. I'd rather have Malik Neighbors. <laughs> are we talking about Malik Neighbors? <laughs> but he ain't going to be available in the second round. Yeah, I no, I don't think so either. Um, <laughs> Dan in Connecticut, yesterday's show was gross, oh. he says. I agree. I love it. <laughs> it was, yeah. um, holy bad take city from Deuce and Alex about yeah, keeping Bill. Yeah, holy bad take city. We want to give Bill a top draft pick I to take a lineman. I thought you were the one that wanted Bill back. No. Oh. I Deuce, said I was afraid Deuce, that he will Deuce be back. Deuce turned the corner. Oh. Yeah. I, I, look at I, his face. I, at like I just, I, I'm like, like, do you listen and like you just make it up? Do you mean like I just you state the case of like, we talked about it. Like, what are you writing right now? You said that you're gonna tell me that I go go to the show yesterday. Pull it up. Give me the time code. <laughs> Bring the tell receipts. Me. Evan was the one who laid out how hard it's gonna be for Robert Kraft to make that decision. Oh, like, now he's pointing fingers. No, but at I'm me. saying, but that's that's what the conversation was. It wasn't me sitting here being like, well, they won in Denver. Bring back Bill. Oh, so you haven't waffled? No, like oh, okay. you know, like none of us have waffled. I, I we just, just I feel we like I've only just played devil's advocate too. But well, but I don't I, feel like strongly everything that we said yesterday was accurate. And if if he if he wants to hear that we were making the case to bring back Bill, then fine. But whatever we say, you're only going to hear that. Like if we and yeah. God forbid we had some complimentary things to say about Bill yesterday, Paul, and people were like uh, tweeting at you, I'm not tweeting here. at you, being like, oh my God, Paul, they're actually saying nice things about Bill Belichick right now. I I did like, not get that. I'm sh- I didn't hear anything about no. Bill on my. I did get a lot of. Good tw- I did get a lot of tweets about the show, but none of them about you guys for or against Bill. I, I mean, didn't get any of that. All we, we did. I said let, some nice I things. just said that. I have. I am fearful that it's one thing to to say it, and it's another thing to do it. And you can sit here and say, you know, that we're we're going to move on from Bill. I think it's a lot easier when we get to to January 8th to look him in the eyes and say, you're out. Like, I just don't think that that's – we're not giving enough credence to the fact that he could be back. Like, he could be back. Yeah. It, it might not be, you know, the the end. You know, it might not. It's And the, it's the easy thing to do is to keep him. That's the easy thing for Robert Kraft, and that was the angle that we were playing, that Robert Kraft is – He's he's coming toward the end too. Does he want to upset the apple cart and have to deal with whole new people and hand the keys to all this free agency money, all the draft picks to somebody new? And that's that's and the that's point, the point we, were, we making. were trying to make yesterday. I wasn't it's saying just that. Trying oh, to just you, you, get people to temper their people nervous. Yeah, yeah you're but getting, it's like you're getting temper, people upset because people I'm have to nervous. Temper their expectations. I feel like so many people think that we fire Bill and we're back in the promised land, and it's like. You might be signing no, up for are, a longer I mean, you're, Right. Well, you're back into it. the wilderness, and that's fine. Every team has to do it at some point. But yeah. I think the biggest point is just that I wouldn't find it surprising, to Evan's point, that Robert Kraft says, I don't, I'm don't. i just going to ride it out with this guy. I'm going to buy into what he said. I'm going to let him have this offseason with the resources that we have at his disposal. I don't feel comfortable handing it to somebody new. I can see him doing that. Do I think that that's the right decision? No, but that's uh, the, he's the, the one with the power. It doesn't matter what I think. The two – the couple of things that have sort of annoyed me on this is I, I said before when we were talking about the tank, no tank thing, you think whatever way you want to think, and I think it's kind of silly for people to try to dictate how everybody should feel. So if you feel that Bill should be back, I've not tried to talk. I mean, I disagree, but I have, you know, I'm not here to tell you you're wrong. The only thing that I would say is I don't understand, and there have been some of, there has been some of this. Like, 
they've won two out of four games, and suddenly this is like a referendum. Is Bill saving his job? Like, if you thought coming out of Germany that Bill should be back, then that's fine. If you thought coming out of Germany that Bill should be gone, not would be, he should be gone. I don't understand what meaningless wins over these teams have to do with anything. Like, because Marvin Mims fumbled the ball into the end zone and you won a game, that hasn't happened all year in any other game. They haven't gotten – I think that's their only defensive touchdown Correct. Yep. of the whole season. Right. right. Yeah. You got it, so instead of going 3-12, and 12, you're 4-11 and 11 now because of that play. And now that's like a referendum to keep Bill. That's the part I don't get. If you want to keep Bill, I get it. He's won six titles. I understand all the things that he's done. I just don't understand that. I, saw, I watched the Los Angeles Chargers go out of their way so badly. They were so sick and tired of a coach that they said, it's not working. we got to do something really dramatic to get rid of this guy. And then they got, they got rid of him. How'd they play the next week? They played their asses off the next week. And they almost beat Buffalo, who is as hot as anybody in, in the league right now. I watched the Raiders. They're, they're playing their asses off. Like, teams play hard. Because there's a lot of young guys in the league that don't know they're going to be in the league next year. So they have to try. The guys on the field are trying. I don't give Bill props for that. And by the way, not everybody's on board, as we mentioned with the practice report yesterday. Well, Trent Brown. <laughs> Where's Juju been the last couple of weeks? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what his deal is. Yeah. Juju, like, Juju goes out to Pittsburgh, has the, the best game he has all season long, just so happens to be against the team that drafted him, and then – Taps out the next two weeks. Well, he had a chance yeah. against Kansas City, but I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. I don't know what his deal is either. But I'm with it Paul. It looks like now. he got hurt in the Pittsburgh game. After yeah, it. No. no, maybe he did, but I, I don't necessarily like give extra points in the column because they're continuing to play hard. Like, well, that's half the their, guys are playing the, for contracts. That's their job. Year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially on defense. You know, and like you made the comment about. Tavai's, you know, like I could see when they came. You yeah. said they came back from Germany, and it seemed like there was it was really um, down. And you then, know, yeah. and then all of a sudden they're like, you know what? It's lost. So the, the pressure's off. Yeah, right. Yeah. We just got to go out there and, and play, and everybody now takes on sort of what's in their best interest. And right. I get, and it, and it, like it's in their best interest to play hard. Yeah, that's they're just, playing for their livelihood. You hear a lot of like, we got, you still got to put good film out there. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. watching. But you it still doesn't, put good I've film. said but, it all but, year about the Arizona Cardinals. They're playing their asses off. But in yeah. your, but they're in just your, not very good. In your examples, Paul, with the Chargers and the Raiders, they got rid of their coach. And so they had this, you know, interim coach and they kept playing hard. Because but, it's a professional But in this pride. case, but in this case, I think people are looking at it. It's like, he hasn't lost the locker room. You know, um, they're still, you know, playing hard, and you can tell, you know, from the evidence that we have, the the videos after wins, that this team still loves their coach. Again, look at the whole video. No, I. Well, yeah, there's a couple guys, but yeah, the most so part, like that happens. But it's, it's, but it's the same thing all over the league. But that most most of the guys are playing hard, but in, and they're plugged but in. But on every team, there's a couple guys that are exactly. happy with their situation. But exactly. But, but a so lot why of, are we making such a big a deal out of, of this one? But a lot of times when teams are out of it, you know, minus a coaching change, guys tune out. You know, a lot of times. You I know? don't see that. I really don't. Yeah. I don't see that as a, as a general rule. Yeah. I, I just think it from Bill's perspective, like regardless of if guys still love their coach or buy in, like my issues with Bill are philosophical. Like it's nothing to do with right. with effort 
and all that kind of that's stuff. That's why I said yeah. if you think that Bill should stay, that's that it's philosophical. Right. I, I agree with the way Bill coaches. I agree with the way Bill yeah. puts the team together. Not because the you know, I'll give you another example, okay? Ron Rivera's out. He's going. It's the least least kept secret uh in the league, right? Washington goes to the, the Jets in a meaningless game and falls behind by a thousand points and they come back and take the lead. They've lost six in a row. They've traded every good player they have on the roster. That's a but, good example. But pride yeah. Yeah. makes you continue to try. That's yeah. a good example. It's not because Ron Rivera, he still has the ear of the locker yeah. room. It's because the players go out there and they play. They've changed quarterbacks. They put you know other guys in. It, there's a professionalism involved that I don't think you get bonus points. Like, I don't think that they're talking in Washington like, did you see how they came back from 27 <laughs> down and took the li- – like, I don't think yeah. that they, they're talking like that about yeah. Ron Rivera. I, yeah. I, and I, the thing that's frustrating for me just about the emails is that, like, we did the post-game show. I wrote about the sh- – like, everything we've said about that game, it's never about, like, wow, they played great for Bill. It was like, this week they got the bounces. They had some bad plays. Right. They made the good ones. And that's what it was about to me. So it, it doesn't say anything Bill's about Bill. Bill's case to me it's is win. greatest coach of all time, six Super Bowls, proven track record, in a slump – Needs to draft better, but we know he can do it. Not, did you see the way that they, <laughs> they found a way to beat the Denver Broncos right. in Denver right. on Christmas Eve in a meaningless game? Like, I, I just don't really understand that. Especially, yeah. like, and some people, And I don't think there's a lot of that, to be, to be fair. Uh, Fred, you'll make fun of me. It is a little bit of a straw man. I haven't heard a lot of that, but I have heard some of it. I do think when you went in that locker room after the game, though, like, there, there was that, what Fred's talking about, that there's a lot of love in that locker room yes. for Bill. Yes, and there, 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 there should be. There should be. Right. And He's the greatest coach who's ever done it. Right, but I think what it comes down to is, like, if I'm the Crafts, like, he needs to make a really, really convincing pitch of how they are going to fix the offensive side of the football. And it wasn't as simple as just putting Bill O'Brien as offensive coordinator. And, I, you know, yeah. I, I fell for that cheese, too. Yep. So Do you think it'll be as simple uh, as bringing Josh back with him? I, I don't know. But, like, the point is is that, Excuse you know, there the needs to be a real philosophical difference of approach on how they approach adding talent on the offensive side of the ball. It's not just coaching. It's ad- adding talent on the offensive side of the ball because, you know, back to kind of like the zappy question – at the end of the day, you know, they've had a couple of uh, plays down the field where guys made plays on the ball. Like Devontae Parker catches a pass on Patrick Sertan. Oh, yeah. DeMario Douglas catches the big bomb, you know, <laughs> on the 41-yarder. The 50-50 balls were like 95% Patriots. Right. So. They, they caught them against the Chargers. They didn't catch them. Right. And that was just the difference in this game. And that's how this offense has lived in the last couple of years are these, you know, chuck it and duck it 50-50 balls. And, and the like, other team's 50-50 guy played nine plays. Right. And he got knocked out of the yeah. game. And you just you can't live like that in the NFL. Like the only guy that I watch on the Patriots offense where I'm like that guy is the modern NFL is is Pop. Like yeah. he's the only one that that moves at a different speed than everybody else on this offense. And he's like that. That's why it's such right. a breath of fresh air. Yeah, it was apparent from like day one. But one of the th- other things we talked about yesterday when we were you know saying how much we all want Bill Belichick back was what if they what if they just got rid of Bill O'Brien? Like what if Bill O'Brien went to college and they're going to redo the offensive staff and bring in not Josh a new offensive coordinator with a whole new philosophy you know like like I'd that be interested like in this that. was the conversation was about like what would the pitch be you know and and, right. and and if he does come back what would the changes have to be you know and like we, that, yeah. that was I'd, I'd be interested in hearing that yeah. I, I'm not necessarily wanting him to implement it but I'd be interested in hearing it 
Uh, Chris in Colfax, California. I'm currently working through the stages of grief over last week's win. <laughs> I was excited for the idea of getting a top quarterback to build around, but that idea is all but gone now. No, it's I've, not. Hi. I've come to accept that we are going to draft a tackle, bring back the exact same <laughs> coaching staff, and have either Zappy or a washed-up vet like Russell Wilson or the like. If we do draft a quarterback, it is once again going to be the fifth best, and we will likely be looking once again uh, – well, I don't know what he meant by that. I've accepted purgatory. So so they have the fourth pick in the draft right now, but somehow they're going to get the fifth best quarterback in the draft. <laughs> well, if they keep winning. <laughs> that that the, math really the works third. out. Well, the third, not the fifth. Yeah. But, I mean, I look, I've started to dabble in this draft stuff. Like, not everybody oh, thinks good. that it's I'm Caleb excited. Williams, Drake May, and Marvin Harrison at 1-3 locked from here to until, the, until round one goes – not everybody thinks that that's going to happen. There's going to be trades, and if you really love a guy, you can still trade up. So that, like, this is the stuff I don't get. This is the stuff where you like so much changes with the draft over these next four months, and guys rise, and you know, for right reasons and wrong reasons. But okay. to think that as we sit here right now, that 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 like, because basically, if you don't get Drake May, it's over. Patriots are dead. Like that's what I that's what yeah, I hear. I don't know what the guy is. I've not, I haven't, you know, done the deep dive. But the difference is. Yeah, you can get one of those guys. You can get the one you want, but now you have to give something up to get it, whereas you didn't have to necessarily before. But right, if you, but want, if you want the guy, Daniels. then what does it matter? That, well, then that's fine if you want Jaden Daniels. Yeah, I just— But I, that's, like, to me, I would be like— I'm like a lot of other people. I don't want to settle for the one who's left. Right. But I if you just... felt the way about Drake May, like he's making it sound, then what, what does it matter what you have to If you truly feel that, and yeah, it sucks that we have to invest a little but bit I, more, but if you truly think he's the man, what and does that's it matter? What it's gonna it matter. matters that I could have just taken him with my pick, and now I have to give something up to take sure, him with that but pick. Sure, but, but if you get that's the a guy, difference. Though, that's but, a big right, difference. But what does it matter, though? I mean, if you get the guy, you mean you I, said it. I just if you told want you the what guy, matters. You have to give up resources for it. Right, but what? An extra, like, second rounder next year? Like, that's what the cost is? Probably a first rounder next yeah, year. Yeah, because if it's up for sale, then... But but I, if he's I, the guy... I just feel like this happens every year, and I think it's just happening a little bit sooner for us because of where the Patriots are, are currently right. slated We're to not usually in this spot. We oh, watch the other teams right, have to do but this. But the media catches up with the league in the next couple of months. Like by, yeah. by the time the combine rolls around, the media board is more reflective of what the actual board is well, in NFL circles. So we're catching up to it and I think what we're finding out is that Jaden Daniels is a lot closer to Drake May than I think people originally might have thought like a month ago. And part of that's because he won the Heisman Trophy, right? And like you, you go out and you have the season that he had. He's going to move up the board. But I think that Caleb Williams is still 1-1 and he's in a tier of his own. But I would put Drake May and Jaden Daniels in the same tier. I think those two guys are pretty uh, much talent-wise are equal, and, and I think that that's, that's where I'm at with the whole thing. We'll read an email from Mike and Southie, then we'll take a break. Um, he says, it's as simple as this. Your record is a result of your play. Your play should not dictate desired draft position. If we don't get a top three pick, all it means is we weren't one of the three worst teams in the league. We aren't making mistakes by winning. The results of each game are independent of the draft. So, I would agree with that. All right, um, let's take a break. Got a lot more emails, calls. We've got to do picks, so we'll be right back after this. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. 
New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One. All on us with unlimited ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on unlimited ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for detail. Bailey Zappi spoke with the media yesterday. Let's hear what he had to say. That's a really hard one. <laughs> I gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're well coached, you know, from top to bottom, from the D line to linebackers to you know the secondary group. I mean they're well coached. They understand that system. They've been in that system for. You know, a lot of those guys have been there for a while now. And then you look at, you know, some of those guys like Poyer and Micah High, those guys have been playing for 11 years. So a lot of those guys have a lot of experience and a lot of, um, you know, games under their belt to where they understand how to disguise, how not to disguise, and kind of hide some of the things that they're doing. So it's going to be, you know, a tough challenge for us to, you know, see what they're doing versus us and just, you know, execute what we're trying to do. Ride the momentum of what you guys were able to do um, in Denver, and kind of with that, kind of things that you learned uh, about yourself and the team as you go about a couple weeks here. Yeah, of course you would, you know, love to ride that momentum. I mean, we're playing a great Bills team. They've been rolling the last three weeks, um, so it's really going to come down to us executing what we're trying to do as the offense. And then um, some of the things that you know, looking back versus the Broncos, there's a few you know misreads that I had. Um, you know, I had, you know, Farrell on, a, on one route that I missed him on and just little things like that, and that could affect the game. Um, so just trying to dial that in and get ready for, um, you know, practice today and tomorrow and Friday and try to fix some of those things. Really, I know you didn't, uh, you didn't play in the matchup against the Bills earlier this season, but what did you take from the sideline about what they do well on defense and what can you bring into this Sunday? Yeah, I mean, they play hard. Um, they're front four. Those guys, they're coming after you. Um, so it's going to be up to me to... You know, try to see the you know defense pre and post snap, and try to get the ball out. Um, you know, like coach always says, I can't make any yards until I get rid of the ball. Um, so it's gonna be up to me to kind of, you know, see what they're trying to do. Um, it's gonna be hard because those guys play really well. They played for a long time, so um, you know, it's gonna be a lot of film watching and trying to get an understanding of those guys. Talking to Coach O'Brien yesterday, and he said that you work with uh, Evan Rothstein on pocket movement and stuff like that a lot. And just wondering, like, what kind of goes into that routine for you? Yeah, I mean, we usually do that stuff every day before practice. Um, we get out there 15, 20 minutes before, um, have the bags, and you know, he kind of walks out there and tells us what drills he wants us to do. And um, but we're really pretty routine about it. We do it every day and. Um, it kind of just, the more you do it, the more it becomes like second nature to you. So when you get on the field, you're not really worried about it or thinking about it. It kind of just comes natural. Um, and that's what you want. You don't want to be back there worried about the rush. You want to be able to have your eyes downfield. Um, so that's really helped a lot doing that stuff before practice. Really, when you start When did I start? Um, you know, I'd say in training camp, I felt like I started to get, you know, a good sense of you know the system. I mean, it's not. I mean, the verbiage and some of the things are of course different than what we did last year. But 
Um, of course, you know, the more weeks that, you know, I was in the game planning and the games and now playing in the games, of course, getting comfortable with him and how he likes to call plays, it's it's helped a lot. And the more practices and, of course, the more games I play um, with him calling it and game planning with him and kind of getting a sense of, you know, how he likes to do things and attack things, I think both of us are only going to get more and more comfortable, you know, with each other. How different is the system with, with Bill compared to what you've operated in the past? Um, in college, well, I played, I was in the air raid. Uh, so it's it's totally opposite. I think we ran the ball like 10 times a game. Um, I threw about 50. Uh, so that's one of the biggest differences. And then, um, you know, then I, it was, you know, just the different concepts. Of course, everybody kind of runs the same, you know, routes. Um, but just a different way of putting two concepts together and how you read it. Of course, that's different. And then the play calling is a little bit different. Uh, a lot longer plays than, you know, we'd have like Ace 95 in college. I mean, that was a play. And you don't have that no more in NFL. So I think that's another thing that's different. But um, I enjoy it. It's fun. Um, so, yeah. Speaking of fun, what's the atmosphere like for you in Buffalo from the bus ride in where they're kind of getting on you guys to being out there on the field? Oh, it's gonna be exciting. Um, you know, this these two teams, these two two organizations have been going at it for a long time, and I don't think there's any. Um, I don't think either one like each other very well. So it's gonna be fun to get out there and play against that great team and that great organization. So it's gonna be fun, and you know that's what football is all about. How would you describe Bills Mafia? I mean, they get after it. They love football. Um, they love their Bills. So I mean, it's it's gonna be loud. Um, it's gonna come down to communication for us. So. That's going to be a big part and a big emphasis for us throughout this week. We're a little bit off the grid here, but coming up on New Year's, I'm curious if you have a, resolu a resolution that you could have one and make it more shaping. Um, to be honest, I really haven't thought about it. Uh, get back to me. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get back to me after. And on the Sarah Brown play, when you were talking about the Yeah. Where, when was that? It was in the fourth quarter. Um, I can't think of a right hash. I don't remember what yard line. I think it was like the second or third last drive. Um, but it was just, you know, something for me that I missed. Did you feel like what you were doing last time? That read, because it's like a spot concept, right? Yeah. Was it? I honestly, the it wasn't anything besides, you know, me. I was kind of rushing. I was in the mentality of like, I didn't want to sit back there too long because I know those guys were going to be, you know, either blitzing or, you know, rushing hard to try to get a sack. So, um, for me, it was just kind of I sped up my process too fast. And if I don't do that, maybe I hit him for a big gain. And right then and there, the game's over. Um, but I didn't. So that's something that I need to learn from. Really, what, stood out, what stood out to you about working with Pharaoh Brown? I mean, that's a, he's a great guy. Um, he's tough. He's physical. Um, you could kind of feel his presence you know, when he's on the football field because he's always finishing blocks. Um, he plays to the echo of the whistle. He has great hands. Um, I think he. He actually is very talented in the you know passing game as much as he is in the run game too. So um, to be able to use him like we have on some of those seams, like he caught um, this past game and things like that, is you know that's a game that he can do. So it's nice to have a guy like that in the tight end room, of course. Uh, Bailey, your first couple road starts this season, obviously with Williams and Calvin Ryan with Pittsburgh, Denver, uh, prime time. Just how do you feel like that has helped you as a player, changed you as a player? Yeah, I mean that's. You know, it's fun. That's exactly what football is all about. You want to go in those environments. You want to go and play some tough teams. And, you know, winning, of course, makes it, you know, a lot better. Um, but, you know, this is 
of course, this is going to be, uh, you know, another great environment to play in. Um, like I said, you know, those these two teams, we don't, you know, and of course don't like each other. It's a great rivalry, so just got to go in there and, you know, play our brand of football. Gary, what is it about Devontae Parker that's allowed you guys to have such a great connection so far? And going back to last week as well. Yeah, I mean, Devontae is one of those guys that, you know, I fully believe in when, you know, those 50-50 balls, kind of how we connected versus the Broncos. Um, to where I have the confidence in him to, you know, really put it wherever I want and that he's going to go get it. It's either going to be incomplete or it's going to be a big gain for us. So um, he's been doing that his whole career. Um, so to be able to see that again, you know, versus the Broncos is a beautiful sight to see him go up there and make those catches. So, um, you know, if we ever get that matchup again, I don't know if we will um, after the game he had, but if we do, hopefully we'll take advantage of it and, you know, I'll throw another one up there to him. Yeah, I mean, the guys, you know, we have a, we've done a great job of the next man up mentality. Um, a lot of guys have stepped up. They've done a phenomenal job. Um, they've came in. They've understood the game plan. They've ran great routes. They've caught the ball. They made plays. Um, that's really the only thing you can ask for. I mean, I think we have great depth in all of our running back rooms, tight end rooms, uh, receiver rooms, even in the course of the O-line room. Um, we have great depth in every single guy that, you know, has had the opportunity to play, has taken advantage of that opportunity. Yeah, when you make a misread on the field, what's your process for learning what you need to learn from that miss without clouding your judgment on the next drive or slowing down your process too much because you overthink it? Yeah, I think, you know, to start it off, you go, you go off to the sideline, you have your little iPads, and that's when you kind of figure out, like, okay, maybe, you know, I read it wrong. Maybe I... You know, I, was, I stayed at the corner too long instead of seeing what the safety was doing or I did vice versa. I mean, it really depends on how you're reading a certain play. Um, but it's mainly like that, just kind of seeing, you know, trying to remember where you started with your eyes and maybe fixing it or tweaking it a little bit on how they're playing, you know, because some defenses, of course, they make adjustments. So the first time you run a concept in the first half, they might run a different coverage than they do in the second half. So you just kind of just have to adjust to it. And you're just trusting your eyes. And now, great moments in history. It's a totally different food. I'm talking about boneless buffalo wings as opposed to bone-in buffalo wings. Right. But isn't what's in the chicken finger the same as the boneless buffalo wings? Not necessarily. Yeah. It doesn't, ta- doesn't, no? ta- it doesn't, doesn't taste not, the same. It does not taste the same. It doesn't. Yeah. You can put anything in the boneless stuff. You can. It's fake. And I'm not even, I'm not even anti because of that, although he's right. Fred's absolutely right. It's not necessarily the same. The bone, I think, gives it more flavor. Yeah. I think it's a better You ever have a bone-in steak versus a, a non-bone-in steak? Bone-in filet. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Much more bone flavor. in here. Get that bone in. Boner. That's what she said. <laughs> Boner. That's another great moment from All right. Back here in Patriots Unfiltered, 855, Pat's 500. How See, great is it that we on? actually had the... You already had it. Yeah. The oh. whole, the whole, uh, well, the whole argument. Different characters. Yeah. Megan, <laughs> Megan over there. We had season yeah. too. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we, oh, we, we, we conversations. Reci- Alex, game. we recycle here. <laughs> May twelfth, twenty twenty. So, Paul, on your um, sir holiday fill-in gigs, I heard uh, have I have you, a side ha- piece. Have you ha- what? <laughs> I heard I have a side piece. <laughs> have you uh, had the uh, favorite Christmas movie discussion? No, we didn't do any no? of that. Uh. That's like every station. Uh, the last week. That's yeah. all they. Yeah. No, we we. we I mean, I've been talking national shows. We spent too. about fifteen minutes talking about the Celtics and three hours and forty five minutes talking about Bill Belichick's future. Wow, so it kind of it it, it was. Yeah. The, drink here. the Bill stuff is 
is getting a little tiresome, I have to admit. Uh, Marty and Reno, uh, I don't have an issue with other Patriots fans wanting a great draft pick for next season, but snark on, say in your best Jeff Foxworthy voice. I don't know what he sounds like. If you're rooting against the Patriots to kick a game-winning field goal, you might just be a Broncos fan. <laughs> snark off. Um, yeah, that was the. Did you guys talk at all about the Russell Wilson thing? No, oh, that bit. happened uh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. it happened during the show. A yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah. Would be more come out now about, about them trying to renegotiate his contract. And I guess I read today. I think the NFLPA was involved initially, and nothing ever came of it. And now this is kind of all coming. Yeah, to I was head. just. I was a little surprised that it became so public. Yeah, uh, there was ways to do that without making it public. Like you could just say, like you know, we. I mean, he played an absolutely dreadfully bad game the other night, and, and I. You know, it's probably one of the better games he's played all year. Because I think he's been terrible. Yeah. Um, but you could make an argument that we need to make a change. Like I didn't think they necessarily had to I, make I, it so public. I like think that. they had to get it out, out, get out in front of it because it it, it wasn't going to look good no matter what for them. Um, so they just had to get out in front of it and let it take the hits. And you what know. is it now? They they're just trying to get out of his money, right? That they like. Are yeah, they don't well, want to. If he, if he gets hurt cut him in March, if yeah, they're going to cut him. They they're not going to be able to get out from under the money. But yeah. if he got hurt in the last two games, it guarantees more money. Oh 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 bye bye. Yeah, because <laughs> if he if he fails a physical um, at some point before the start of the league year yeah. or something, it guarantees another whole thirty four million or yeah. something like that. It's so risky. I mean, but it's, it's just... amazing. It's amazing how you sign these contracts where they're stuck with him. Yeah. Until uh, you just cut him. Yeah. And you know, life goes on. I, it's just I remember when like the when, Bucks. when they signed him and 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 Josh was going to the Raiders and they got Devonte Adams and just oh my gosh the the AFC West. Yeah, is I be thought such the AFC blood, West. Blood bath, but. I thought the AFC West was going to be loaded and it turned out to be just the Chargers and Broncos. Yeah. You know, last year. The other two teams stunk. Yeah. Chiefs. Let's go to the phones. I mean, that's what I meant. Mike's in Washington State. Thanks, What's thanks, up? Guy. Oh, Hardy. Good job, Hardy. Uh, L's in wa Wisconsin. What's up, L? L. The. Take the. Uh, is it hey, uh, I hey. like to be on hold because I can tell that Fred is just about to get hardied. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Um, I have I have three things. Uh, I'll make it quick. There are no buys. I know we got to hurry. Um. <laughs> The, the first thing is to, to Evan, um, if there's one thing I believe in this team, it's that they can get the fifth best quarterback at the fourth pick. <laughs> Two, um, I, I kind of wanted to call in and just address the whole tanking thing. Um, the reason I've been rooting for the tank is because I think there's going to be a whole new regime in here next year. And if that's the case, I want them to have the best possible starting point to sort of execute their vision on what they want the team to look like because some players that we might think are good maybe don't fit what they want. And so there's going to be a lot of change if there's a new regime. Now, if you're telling me that Bill Belichick is back, I don't love it, but I'm more okay with these wins and pushing the pick down a little bit because sort of that, that – where he wants to build from is already there, if that makes sense. Um, and then the third point, just to bat at everyone who wants to tackle, uh, I know O-line is important, but I think that uh, if you get a tackle early in the draft, like I'm talking top five, top ten tackle 
based on how this team looks right now. That's the only position that can work out and you get a great player and still be disappointed in the pick when you see other players making plays. I'll answer it off the line. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, so. Yeah, yeah the, the tackle part of it is I, I, I understand that it, it, because it's hard to when, when you need so many things to say, well, let's get the tackle first, yeah. you know, and that the, the Joe Thomas example is the one I use all the time, you know, like or even well, you can knock it out of the park. Yeah. And it doesn't. And that's what yeah. worries me a little bit about Marvin Harrison. Yeah. yeah. Like if you don't have anybody around him, how much does a great wide receiver impact your team? Right. We've seen that. I mean, Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Uh, like they had to get Stafford before he yeah. was really, yeah. you know, Unlocked. able to do anything. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, they just they need a lot. It's um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm excited to see how it starts to all kind of like Evan said how it all flushes out because all of a sudden you, you know, guys you aren't expecting are, are now like I don't know this guy might be better than this guy and. I mean, everything you think you know in December, I just it changes so quickly. Uh, Tyler in Providence writes in, I have a seemingly hot take as a Patriots fan. I want to see us win these next two games to close out the season. Unless I'm mistaken, the Bills can't back into a playoff spot with a loss this week, so we could contribute to them potentially missing the playoffs. And you always want to see the Patriots beat the Jets no matter what the scenario. If this really is Bills last season with the team, it would be great to see him end it with a three-game winning streak beating the Broncos in Denver, the defending East champs, and the Jets. Draft position be damned. That's tomorrow's problem. There you go. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's – And there uh, it is. It's pretty crazy to think that the – I mean, 11 – like, Black Monday is 11 days away. <laughs> you know, like, all these things are going to start to happen very, very soon. And it's going to change the, con the, the conversation, thank God, because I don't know if I could do this for the next three months. I agree. <laughs> right? I agree. <laughs> Uh, Mike in Connecticut, I always love the shows, but I think two of my favorite things that have happened a fair amount this year is when Mike says, I don't know, Jim, like Romo, and whenever other teams are talked about, I think it's become hysterical whenever, when Evan says, I know this isn't, enter team here, unfiltered. Love all that you guys have done during the terrible season. Keep it up and happy new year. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic. He gives the fans what I give them what they want. Play the hits, play play the the hits, hits you know. It's like if you're gonna go see Earth, Wind, and Fire, and they didn't play, you know, your reasons. You know, well, <laughs> thank you, thank you. People calling in. I better get to them quick before they hang up. Oh yeah, because you know, their time is more precious than ours. But anyway, uh, Sean's in Vancouver. What's up, Sean? Hey, Fred. Hey, everybody. Um, I don't know uh, how how many of you watched the Holiday Bowl last night, but you have. Uh, first-time quarterback, yeah. Miller Moss, throwing six touchdowns. Does that say anything at all about Caleb Williams? Yeah, it's a system quarterback. No, I'm just kidding. I, I did think – I was wondering if we were, <laughs> if people were going to throw that out here. But, um, no, I don't know. If somebody made the comparison no. – no. The answer is no. No, maybe he's a good player. They, you know, he's going to stick around, right? But everybody's talking about – I think it was like 2020 Madden. This was like the setup. And my son played this. And you're literally like the setup where you get to like be a player. But the setup is like your – thrust into a championship game you're like a backup quarterback and you know they they you know it's all like the the cut scenes and everything and and then you end up playing great and then you get or maybe not but then you get drafted and that it kind of the, like the bowl games it's kind of the setup all, for everything yeah the bowl games are full of teams with guys in the portal out of the portal not playing how did drake mays be projected uh, like but it, it doesn't like to me it doesn't say yeah. anything because you don't have any idea who's playing hard who's not who's protecting themselves Who's in the portal? Who whose coach is new? Yeah, like I say, I'm excited. USC has good players. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, you can't just yeah. say Caleb Williams is a one man show. He's not. USC's got a lot of talent. 
Thanks, Sean. Okay. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's go to Dennis in East Boston. What's up, Dennis? Hey, how's it going, guys? All right. Hey. Um, I didn't. Uh, I haven't really listened today. I, I usually listen as the podcast. But I uh, at the end of the show yesterday, Mike, I gotta say, I've always liked you, no problems. But I like you even more now because you, you know, lately been very pro Bill, or at least you know, relative to maybe some of the other guys. Um, Wear it, dude. Sort of appreciate <laughs> it, Bill. Sort That's right. Of. Um, but the other thing I noticed kind of at the end of the show yesterday that I liked was um, you kind of started saying, look, it doesn't matter who who was the cause of this. It doesn't matter if, uh, you know, a, a cat did it or whatever. I forget your exact analogy. But basically, they won six Super Bowls. They were in nine in this era. And you, you were saying how you have so many memories from – the time and how enjoyable it was for you and i was just saying wow this echoes my exact sentiment i love bill but the idea of who was more important brady or bill it just so what at this point we had so much i mean you look at all the four professional sports leagues 30-ish teams whatever 120 teams you could be at any of these other markets a fan of any other team nothing would have compared to what we got to see as pats fans for the last two decades and it just it doesn't really matter who was the cause because we have all these great memories. We have Kansas City in the AFC Championship. You know, we have Super Bowl 49. We have the first three out of four. We have 28 to three. All these amazing things that you were saying you remember where you were, this, this you know, fact. You remember this setting, who was there. And I think of the same things. I have that with my father. Even if we weren't there, we we're talking about it on the phone. And it just, I really appreciated you, you know, bringing that up because that's exactly how I feel as a fan and a listener. And it, to me, it doesn't matter who was responsible because yeah. what you said is true. Yeah. Thanks, well, Dennis. Thanks. I appreciate, appreciate the call. It was that's, the tooth fairy. That's why we have tooth. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I mean, you laid it out, but that was, I mean, just like at the, at the end, it doesn't really matter, like, to me who got it. I, I, what I remember is the fun of watching it and watching it unfold. And, and, and now we talk about how do we get back there? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Someday. Uh, Brad Brady in Kansas City writes in, if the Patriots end up with Joe Alt, it might be good for building of the team from the trenches, but in my opinion, this would be bad for the franchise. No one is buying a Joe Alt jersey or waking up Sunday morning saying to themselves, man, I can't wait yeah. to see Joe Alt today, yeah. even if the guy ends up being an all-pro left tackle. The fans need a guy to root for and cheer on. It's hard to do that with a shiny new left tackle. That's a, it's a, that's a worthwhile point. I mean, where the team is, they need talent, they need marketability, they need you know things that – Put butts in seats at training camp in, in these games. Yeah, you know? I, I am not as high on. I mean, I, everything you said is true. You're absolutely right. And but you got that's got to be part of it. But you got to pick the guy you think is the best player, not the guy you think is the sexiest player. Right. Now, I, you know, as you know, I'm sexy. I want the sexiest <laughs> player. I mean, let's face it. Clip you, don't that one, Matt. you don't just crawl out of bed <laughs> looking like this. I mean, come on. So I, I mean, I, I understand the the need for a playmaker and like my Joe Thomas theory. Yeah. Um, but that that shouldn't be because of marketing and yeah. you know jersey sales and stuff like that. Yeah, he's right, and you and you're right. Like Joe Walt's not gonna move the needle in terms of. But you know, to your point, Joe uh, Walt traffic could could enable the situation that the quarterback is able to become right. that player a little right. bit easier. If you're able to get, like, let's just say for argument's sake that the Patriots become one of those outliers, you know. The Russell Wilsons, the Dak Prescotts, the yeah. Brock Purdy's, these, you know, yeah. uh, Kirk Cousins, these day three, you know, late day two, day three quarterbacks that turn out to be really good. There's a handful of them. There's not many, but there are there are some. 
Maybe the Patriots become one of those. Maybe they get J.J. McCarthy in the third round, and he turns out to be yeah. your, your next Tom Brady. Yeah, another Michigan. Now guy. it's pretty good that you have Joe Alt, you know, protecting his blind side, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, it's it's totally reasonable. That's I mean, that's these are the the debates we're going to be having going into the. I mean, that's a, I, I mean, mean I, my, I understand that's a big risk. My yeah, second well. favorite player in Patriots history is John Hanna. Yeah, it just is because he was just so good at his craft. Um, it's just because you're cerebral. No, I I just I just love. I actually watched. <laughs> Wouldn't and, crack my top fifty. And, and, you know, I say I've said it before in this show. I like when the Cowboys are playing. I love watching Tyron Smith. Yeah. Like the way you he watch just, that, I do. The way he just <laughs> manhandles a guy, like, he, like he gets on him in his first hit, and that's it. It's over. Speaking like, of manhandling, oh yeah, Paul. Did anybody um, over the the past week they've run it a lot? The thirty for thirty on Reggie White. Oh no, Minis- I don't Minister poor, of Defense. Poor Max no. Lane. Oh my God! They have a montage of the like the the step under, get the guy off balance, Rip, yeah. boom, and right. he just throws guys like tackles big tackles with one arm yeah and it's just unbelievable that the clip it's like a a 30 second clip of one after another and they're all these huge offensive linemen i don't know if i would if i ever well i was too young to focus on john and and chris carter by the (laughs) way the highlights though when you see oh hannah of oh my god oh yeah just getting out in front of it mad dog looking to like do that but on the offensive side i mean great i mean just a great offensive lineman i'm not saying that he's overrated or anything i was just like you know Stan, I mean, Stanley it's like Morgan. it's like it's like every game you're watching him and being like, you know, but it's like when you see the highlights and it's all compiled of his best stuff, you're like, oh my yeah. god, this guy Mike Haynes, so Stanley yeah. Morgan, Ray Clayble, right, you know, right. like I'll watch those guys so <laughs> over John Hamm. Uh Chris in New Hampshire, uh, yesterday the old Bill versus Tom debate sparked up in a question formed in my mind: What teams won a Super Bowl with one so much talent that they won with the coaching staff not mattering that much, or even despite their coaching? 1995 Dallas Cowboys. Hmm. With Schwitzer? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah. And then two was so coached up that they won despite the team's natural talent. Uh, 2001 New England Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they had a lot of talent on that team. Mm, not yet. Yeah. On defense? Not not yet. Like, they became. You said natural talent. Yeah. I don't. I think that was one of the most amazing. That, to me, would be the top of my resume if I was Bill Belichick looking to, to oh, keep yeah. my job. Yeah. yeah. That but, job that he did that year was amazing. Yeah, I mean they were. I mean I know what you're saying though, Fred. That they, I mean eventually those guys became people who are now in the Patriots Hall of Fame. But at the time, did you know? And the Hall Hall you know, of Fame. Yeah, but <laughs> Mike Vrabel was going to be that guy. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, oh, what Evans not back yet, right? Yeah. We should I try, should I just we could, wait? We could try to wait a little bit. Yeah, yeah we we could. Right. Got to go all the way out to the bubble. So oh, we, we not want to, yeah, maybe we won't have time. It's not the Fieldhouse anymore, Paul. Oh, I'm glad I didn't say that because I was thinking about it yesterday <laughs> when I was driving in and I heard that the practice was moved yeah. inside. No, it's just, uh, I was to like, oh, bubble, I'll, 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 I'm going to pull a deuce and go to <laughs> the socios. Well, we were I'm talking, glad I didn't. We were talking about how the branding's still up, but it's technically not it anymore. But no. they covered it up when I was yeah. driving in yeah, today, it's, I noticed. It's the uh, waste what is it? The waste bubble? Oh, waste management. Waste, waste management. management? No, waste innovations. Waste, waste oh, innovations. The Tony Soprano bubble. bowl. Yeah, bubble. Um, Johnny writes in. <laughs> Johnny. Uh, people we that claim those who want to tank anyway. aren't real Wait, fans. Wait, in waste management? <laughs> Don't. When we're in the middle of a conversation, you just <laughs> randomly start of an reading email. an email. <laughs> I thought I had closed that conversation. <laughs> the waste innovations bubble closed. We're moving uh, on. Fieldhouse. Well, hopefully they can innovate some of the waste on the Patriots and make it into yeah. good, good players. No, uh, Johnny, 
writes in, uh, people that claim those who want to tank aren't real fans are short-sighted and not willing to admit when the team they love needs drastic changes. I really changes. want to thank Anthony for getting a whole war started right. with I Patriots know. fans and their it's beliefs. Like Patriots <laughs> Nation Civil War. I think either one, like I said, whatever you you're want, both just feel what you feel. Don't yes. worry about what other that's, people that's, think of you. I know that's however what's great you about feel. Sports. You feel like uh, I personally like. I'm kind of looking looking forward to the uh, this highest draft pick that you can get because I never really had that. Like they picked sixth in 2001. Mm. Like it's been a long time since they've had Were big you? time. Imagine like like our draft party. <laughs> like how much better it's going to be. It's going to be really short. Uh, did you wa- were you watching the draft when they took Drew Bledsoe? Oh, of course. Yeah. All right. No. Really? Of course. Yeah. Just because of that, or did you usually watch the draft, or just because Patriots are God? No, one? I. Yeah. When I was younger than that, I I used to watch the draft. Matter of fact, I skipped school once to watch it. Really? <laughs> Pretended I was sick. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Quote unquote. Not feeling well. <laughs> It was a little effort in me, I guess, when I was younger. I was just going to say, I'm like, you skipped the school. Um, And then, yeah, that that draft, now, that was because of the number one overall pick. I didn't watch the draft regularly as an adult. It's going to be so different. I mean – it's. I mean, I guess they picked Max, so that was. I mean, fifteenth, right? Like that wasn't. And that was exciting Gonzalez too. But I mean, I didn't like it, but it was but just, exciting. But I mean, just right off the bat, how quickly things are probably going to happen, assuming you know they're in the top five, six picks. Uh, Ian from the UK writes in: Do you think uh, Bill Belichick's biggest mistake since Brady was twenty twenty? If he did want to reset, he should have rated the season out with Stidham at quarterback. And maybe we would have had a top five pick. It was the COVID season, so we would have had no fans in the stadium booing and enough reason to justify the unique situation 2020 was. I've, I've kind of thought about that, but like at the same time, it's it's like, well, you might end up with Trey Lance. You know, like, like I don't know. This, it's, See, I, I looked at it. Yeah. would have won as many games. Yeah. I looked at it differently. I looked at it as you missed an opportunity to evaluate Jared Stidham. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe you wouldn't have, you know, let's just say for argument's sake, I don't know if Jared Stidham is any good. We're going to find out this week. Okay. But even then, you're not going. You know, like he played last yeah. year, the last couple of games. He played a great game against yeah. San Francisco yeah. when nobody, yeah. you know, was interested in him as a starter. But what if he played the last four games and he played really well? And you said, you know what? If we get a quarterback next year, we get a quarterback. But if we don't, we can start him. Yeah. You know, and maybe he did what Mac Jones did. Then maybe you give him Jalen. So Waddle. then maybe at 15, instead yeah. of Mac Jones, you pick somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that's to me the lost opportunity. Not that I think Jared Stidham is a franchise quarterback, because I don't. I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. But no, I, I don't understand what the mental, yeah. what the reasoning was to not let him play a game. Like it would have been the same as if you just played out this year. Right. What do we get out of playing? Cam Continuing Newton? to drag to drag Mac Jones out there this year well, instead th- of Bailey. I think Zappi. there was a whole thing going on with him, don't you, Paul? About yeah, the, his admiration for Bill Belichick publicly. That's no, all it was. No, the want to and the the injury and all that. Remember? I, I don't. I think Stim. that's garbage. Yeah. Oh, Stim. Yeah. I think that's all the wrong reasons. That's another point why no, I want to move just saying, on. But right. uh, that's you know one of the things because he was, went he went to a wedding. <laughs> that was his lack of want to. He went to a wedding in the off season, and they, they I, thought that was an, a, a sign about, that he was he was soft. Yeah. yeah. Um, Will writes in to follow up on an earlier point about Tavai being happier and playing more freely, and yesterday's point about role players starting to show development. I read this as a bad look for Belichick and the need for more of a player's coach. Bill's coaching style is military-like. Now that there is less at stake, we are starting to see the team playing looser and faster. And now that you've had a couple of guys. 
you know, get nicked up and miss games because that's what happens when you're 4-11. and 11. And all of a sudden, Mac Wilson, yeah. I'm hearing, is playing in a different role yep. that's maybe more conducive. Is that an indictment of coaching? Like you, you brought him in two years ago, you know, at, at, you know, to fill a role, and you didn't put him in it. I mean, I, 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 I'd throw Anthony Jennings into that too. Anthony Jennings is where, high on the list of that. Where he, you know, we split, we played him an off the ball, and and he, you know, was really. I mean, and it's like, well, why didn't you realize he was going to be best at what he did at Alabama? And then the same thing with Mac Wilson now. And they said, yeah. you know, look, we there were things last year we didn't feel like. I mean, they, I mean, Gerard yesterday right. admitted like we, you know, maybe didn't have him in the best position. I think, and I, again, role players, yeah. not stars. No. Role yeah. players. No, and I think Bill's done that a lot. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But you often find, like, defensive guys, particularly up front, being told to do a specific thing, and they're not giving a lot of latitude yeah. to do a lot Who of knows? Maybe things. Ronnie Perkins could have been like, one of those guys. Like, no, I think but, he's available like, now. Honestly, like, you know. He's or, in Denver, right? Yeah, I think they just uh, they, they might they have cut him? him, I think. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, maybe as good as Vince Wilfork was, maybe he was pigeonholed a little bit, you know. Um like when he came out of college, they called him Baby Sap. I remember, you know, but he really wasn't a sap guy. No, here. he was, you know, I he mean, was more of a, you know, two gap, two gap yeah. type nose tackle. Sap you know, was a get off like, yeah. You know. But they didn't want him doing that. Yeah, you know, um, in on defense, I think Bill's system kind of keeps guys, you know, from like getting the numbers and and that type. Like Seymour is a good example. Like yeah. he was great. But no those are what. two different things. But like Seymour, if he had started out in the Raiders, he'd probably have been a big sack guy. But they the didn't NFL. make Seymour play like out of position. No, no. But they didn't. But, but the style, the, the system style. that they used was not conducive to numbers. I to numbers, right, right. But I think what like what Deuce is talking about, like with like Jennings, is a little different. Like he but, was kind of out of and I think out Par- of position. Yeah. Belichick kind of learned that from Parcells a little bit because Parcells' thing was always. Players need to know who they are, hmm. you know, and try not to do things that they can't do. And sometimes players are like, no, no, I can do more. And then the coach disagrees, yeah. you know. Uh, Evan's back. Evan has returned Hi. from practice. Evan used to be my has song. Returned from practice. <laughs> yeah, Evan has returned from practice. What was the mood? Who wasn't there? All right, Evan, what do you got? For, I want Mike to talk on this for a second. Oh, oh, oh Yeah, oh, you're, I know you, it hurts your feelings <laughs> that it's not your song anymore, and I just, like, let it out, man. Let it out. What it's you... all right. Let's just say I'm having some high-level conversations with a certain music producer um, that shall be, remain anonymous at this point, but there might be a do song in the works. Oh, you want, you want your, a song. Okay. I don't know what it'll be about or what, what it'll be for, but, but there might be one. be looking one. forward to this. I, I am, too. Maybe they'll let me sing on it. I don't yeah. know. Oh. I won't forget you, <laughs> Belichick. Don't ask me to sing. Oh. Remix. Oh, Paul, you just might have sparked something there. <laughs> He's writing down notes. <laughs> Note to self. No, I need my, my, my recorder, Fred, right, right? right? Note to self. Note to self. <laughs> Starkist. Uh, speaking. Oh. Uh, I won't forget. See, I, I hit the high note. Right? You, can, you can still do it, man. You still got it. I like I like to sing. <laughs> you're you're gonna you're gonna sing it on uh, on June 12th, right? That's what I heard. I heard <laughs> they're they gonna come out. I'm gonna play with Bon Jovi. I, I'm hoping that we can make that happen. Yeah. I gotta talk to the people putting it together, but hopefully I'm on the stage. All right, we gotta hurry. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll go. uh, out at Patriots practice today, we have four absences: uh, Juju Smith-Schuster with the ankle, uh, Jabril Peppers hamstring, Jalen Mills Damn. concussion. 
And uh, we do not know about Kayshawn Booty, but he was not there. Uh, no. Unknown. So Trent Brown was. Trent Brown oh, ha- has returned. Oh, thank God. Trent Brown returned, <laughs> and uh, I kid you not, uh, literally hacked oh, up God. a lung like right in front of me. Uh, so that illness like maybe was legit. All right, so I'm sorry, Trent. I, playing I, the long I, game. Ma- <laughs> or maybe he just doesn't like you. Uh, I mean, probably after yeah. the things I've said about him. Uh, but, yeah, Trent Brown was back. Uh, based off of what we saw, though, I, I would still expect to see Vidarian Lowe at left tackle, if not like a rotation again. Uh, but, yeah, th- those were the absences. Uh, your boy Jabril was present but oh. not participating. I like that. At so least. maybe, not, maybe we're – yeah. I was wondering if he maybe tore his hamstring. You know, like then it's like a, yeah. a big deal. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. So okay, that's the report. Um, Juju. Right. Weather. To, Juju. You want to get to it here? Uh, kind of mild. Indoors. Oh, indoors. They were indoors. Indoors. Right. indoors a second day in a row. What was the temp indoors? Uh, well, the the, the they had the garage 72. doors open. Open. So they're so letting the. They're oh. trying to. I think you know. Try Why do you think they're indoors? Just because it's short practice. No, because of the rain. rain. Oh, it's raining out now. Yeah. Oh, really? I thought that stopped. Rain, wind. Pretty, okay. pretty but they are bad. trying to get it never rains or snows in Buffalo. I was just going to say it, Fred. You know how I know you're 4 11? They're drafting. You know, they're getting the air flow. Okay. All right. Out. All right. Um, not pads. No pads. Yeah. No, no. No. Another light day. Light day. No, no pads yesterday either. Okay. So. All right. There you go. All right. Paul, are you equipped to tell us what happened last week after? I, I'll fill in. Allow me to. Please, now. Yeah. So. Christmas Day killed everybody. Oh, everybody boy. was was doing reasonably well, yeah. and then everybody lost all of the games. Um, so four way tie: Mike, Alex, Paul, Fred, ten and six; Evan, nine and seven. Uh, with the spread, there's only one guy at the top for that. Paul, ten and six, followed by Fred, Alex, eight and eight; Mike, Evan, seven and nine. So, Alex. You're breathing down my neck. No, I can't. Kept, I can't make up any ground. Really? We both went ten and six. Well, yeah. I'm not making up week, any ground. Next one, week, the week after. One fifty-two and eighty-eight for Alex. One forty-nine and ninety-one for Paul. One forty-five, ninety-five for Mike. And Evan and Fred are tied at one forty-three and ninety-seven. I don't like that. Can't finish in the basement. <clears throat> this is just a blowout. When it comes oh, to with a spread. Oh, oh. Paul, 125, 104, and 11. Impressive. The only other one above 500. Congrats, Alex. 115, 114, and 111. Making so money. Barely. Ten, Barely, but. Ten games probable. behind. It's actually probably losing money. With oh, the, straight yeah. up is the one. The VIG. Right. <laughs> the VIG. Uh, let's see. Uh, after Alex, it is Evan and Fred again, 110, 119, and 11. Do we just make the same picks, Fred? And Mike. One. 104, four. 125, <sighs> and 11. So he's the opposite <laughs> of You me. make it seem so easy, Paul. You just, you're just a natural reading these things. I, I don't know where you get it from. Somehow you just take the record that's better than the others and read that one first. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting it's theory. A, it's a different kind of mentality. I got to get it down. All right, so we got the Thursday night game, Freddie. Yeah, we got the the New York Jets of New Jersey uh, against the red hot Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Browns by seven and a half. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'll take Cleveland seven and a half points. I'm gonna lay them. Uh, Ooh. Ooh, yeah, Bold. let's go. I don't know what that means. I mean, he's taking Cleveland both ways. Yes. 
both ways. <laughs> what did you If miss? you lay the points, that means you're taking the favorite. If you're taking the points, that means you're taking the did underdog. I, wow, look at me. I knew something about gambling. There you go. Okay. I, I blame Fred. I'll forget that. Cleveland, Cleveland. I want, I Cleveland, hear, Cleveland. I wanted to ask Fred to explain the VIG to me, but we'll, we'll save that. I'm going to go Cleveland. So it's Cleveland 110 to make 100. Cleveland, Cleveland as well. And uh, I can't believe the Jets already said Robert Sala is coming back. Cleveland, Cleveland again? Yeah. Yeah, I will definitely take Cleveland. However, I will take the points. Um, the Browns, I, I love Joe Flacco, as you know. I, I yeah. just like this carriage ride has to. He throws picks and bunches still. Right. Like it's three. It, he had a Drew game last week. 300 yards, three touchdowns, three picks. <laughs> um, so, like, at some point, like, the touchdowns aren't going to come in the fourth quarter. So, I'm going to take the points. Yeah, I, me too. Browns both ways. All right. Um, oh, you're back? Yeah, I'm back. I okay. just had to send an email. Uh, Saturday night. Uh, Saturday. And this is at 8.15 on ESPN, ABC, ESPN2, We ESPN, only have one game on Saturday this yeah. week? Yeah. ESPN Plus one, and ESPN, ESPN Deportes, <laughs> no covering pe- the full no gamut. No. Uh, the 11-4 Lions are at the 10-5 Cowboys. Uh, Dallas by six. Oh, boy. This is a tough one to pick. I see these teams kind of similarly. Um, Why is there only one game on Saturday? I'm going to take Dallas to win, but I'm going to take the points uh, for Detroit, please. Doki. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. I like the Cowboys both ways. They're at home. They play different at home. Yeah. I like the Cowboys. Uh, I also like Dallas both ways, coming off a two-game losing streak. And I don't know if you heard, but the – the Lions clinched the division last week. That really didn't get much play. Uh, I think the Lions are probably still uh, celebrating that. So I will take oh, the Cowboys hungover. both ways. Um, I'm going to go with the Lions in the upset. Oh, so folks, this Ooh. is your upset. That, lock now of that the week. is a good Whoa. solid upset lock of the week, Freddie. Yeah, good job. Go for the Lions. Good job. You, right. you're already out of contention anyway. So <laughs> good job. Uh, now <laughs> we go to Sunday at one. The 11 and four Dolphins. Are at the twelve and three Ravens. Oh. Oh. Uh, another good game. Ravens by three and a half. AFC Championship game preview. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Uh, I know. I think two is a little banged up too. I'm going to take Baltimore at home. I'll, I'll lay the points. Me too. I'm loving Baltimore lately. Yeah, I'm going Baltimore as well. That defense, as good as Lamar Jackson is, they they're cooking something up on that defense. I, I, like I mean, how did they stop Brock Purdy? Uh, right, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't know how you stopped it. Yeah, I I would agree. Um, very impressive performance to hold that uh, kind of a quarterback in check. <laughs> uh, I will take the Ravens, but I will take the hook. I will take Miami to lose by a field goal. Okay. I think Baltimore also, you know, coming across the country after a huge win, yeah. maybe a little bit of a letdown. Um, I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm thinking that John Harbaugh might be the best coach right now in the NFL. Okay. Well, that's so no this argument. would be, uh, if we're right and Baltimore wins this game, likely sets up a huge game for the last game with Buffalo and Miami yep. for the division Yep. in the number two seed. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going with the Ravens. Uh, One o'clock, CBS, seven and eight Falcons are at the six and nine Bears. Chicago by three. Ugh, this is Nobody a, is watching. I know this in is a, a game between two teams that I do not believe I've cor- picked correctly no. all season. Uh, I'm just going to go with Chicago at home. I'll lay the points. I'll take the Bears to win. I'll take the Falcons to cover. 
I'll go Chicago, Chicago. Just pick the home team. Yeah, I'm going to take Chicago, Chicago too. But man, I just I, I cannot pick the Falcons yeah. or the Bears. I'm tempted to <laughs> That's take. That's why I split it. The Vikings. Yeah, I know. I'm ta- I'm tempted to take the Falcons both ways, but I'll split the difference. Bears, but I'll take the points. Sunday at one, the five and ten Titans are at the eight and seven Texans. Houston by four and a half. Looks like C.J. Stroud is uh, tracking to play. Clear to go. Uh, that's good news. I'm going to take Houston. I'll lay the points. I'm going to take Houston. I'll lay the points as well. Houston, Houston. I think the Titans are bad. What? I picked Houston. You mean five wins doesn't do it for you? No. Uh, bad team. <laughs> yeah, but they ge- they do generally They're compete. They're pesky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They hang around. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be sarcastic. Oh, I feel like every, <laughs> they ta- try. every time I pick the <laughs> he Titans hasn't to lost win, the locker room. <laughs> um, I I will take Houston both ways. Uh, I'm going to take the Titans to cover. So there you go. So put that that's for Vrabel. Tailpipe yeah. and smoke. This one's for John. This one's for Mike. Oh, <laughs> uh, God, man. Sunday at one, seven and eight Raiders are at the eight and seven Colts. Colts by three and a half. Mm. Colts by three and a half. Uh, I'm going to go with the upset on this one. I'm going to take the Raiders. I'm going to take the Colts to win. I'm going to take the Raiders to cover. I'm going to take the Colts both ways. I just think the Raiders had their one their one minute in the sun. Oh, they're playing pretty good D. Jack Jones, Jack Jones is vibing. Yeah. Jack Jones was not good in that game, by the way. <laughs> Ah. What are you talking about, Paul? Patrick Mahomes completed like five passes, all of them at yeah, Jack Jones. But what about that one? Yeah, yeah there was one. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the Raiders both ways. Um, I think that was a big loss for the Colts last week and kind of reality check for them. I'm going to go with the Colts both ways to beat the Raiders. Interesting game, though. Sunday yeah, Colts, at 1, uh, the 2-13 and 13 Panthers are at the 8-7 and seven Jaguars. <clears throat> Uh, Jags by six and a half, and I have absolutely no idea who's playing for the Jags. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Geez, it seems like like Trevor Lawrence got a new injury every week. Yeah, um, I mm-hmm. do not think they've done him any favors by trotting him out there every week with one yeah. injury after another. I'll take Jacksonville at home, but I'm going to take the points for Carolina. I think they'll keep it close. Yeah, retweet. So it's reacts now. Six and a half. Reacts. <laughs> reacts. Apparently, uh, Trevor Lawrence is practicing, but it's definitely an, a decision, you know, up in Ugh. the air whether or not he's going to play. Uh, I am going to go with the Jaguars. I am going to take the points though for the Panthers. Yeah, me too. I, you know, I think Jacksonville has um, a lot of issues with health, yeah. and they're just not playing very well. And they're in the midst of an epic collapse. They were eight and three. I know. Yeah, what they said. I'll take Jaguars, but I'll take the points. Sunday at 1, 8 and 7 Rams. Dangerous Rams. team these days at the 5 and 10 Giants. The Rams by 5.5. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Yes, Taylor's playing. Good luck. I'm going to take Rams. I'll take the. I'll play the points. Rams, Rams. I'm also taking the Rams. I like the Rams. I think the Rams are a little frisky. It's Paul's team. You can't like them. If they get into the playoffs, I in the NFC, a little frisky. Yeah, yeah. despite the quarterback. Um, at Detroit, they're yeah. good. Because the, of their they're, they're my team for two very you know basic reasons. Stafford and the, destru- the, the absolute destruction of Cap Jail as being a thing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Puka Nakua. But um, Puka what? I will take the Rams, but five and a half at the metal that the metal lines. 
Uh, I will take those points. The travel game. Yeah, Rams Giants. I'll take the points too. So um, who are you, who you are you picking the Rams to win? I said Rams Giants. Yeah, that's the, that's who's <laughs> playing in the game. So I didn't know who you were picking in the game. Both. You guys, <laughs> you guys are like a comedy team. <laughs> Smothers Brothers. One of them died. It's not our first. Uh, yeah. Oh, Tom really? Smothers died. Yeah. When? Yesterday. Yesterday. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. Who? Never. Mind. Oh, shut up. You don't know them. But, uh, yeah, don't worry. We'll about talk it. about it later. They <laughs> had nothing to do with football. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sunday at one, Fair. Uh, the three and twelve Cardinals are at the eleven and four Eagles. Eagles by eleven. Ooh. Oh, that goes up to eleven. I'm gonna take the Eagles. Um, ah, screw it. I'm gonna lay them. I'll lay eleven. Philly, Philly, Dilly Dilly. Yeah, I like Philly both ways. I usually don't like spreads this big, but I think the Cardinals have been been spiraling. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take Philly, but I will take the 11. I didn't like what I saw in Philadelphia on Christmas. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Paul. I'm gonna take Philly, but I think the Cardinals would be frisky in this game. Uh, one o'clock, still a lot of one, a lot of one o'clock games. A lot of one o'clock. Uh, seven and eight Saints are at the eight and seven Buccaneers. Uh, the Bucks by two and a half. Oh wow! Really? Let Baker bake. Why? What do you have? I like that. No, I just I was, that seemed like a, a small spread to me. Yeah, I'm going to take Tampa, and I'll uh, I'll lay just those little two and a halfers. As will I. Yeah, I'm going Bucks both ways. That's a low spread for them. No respect for Baker. I know. There's like a one one game difference between these two teams. Okay, but Baker's Jeez. cooking. Yeah, oh, okay. Then I'm going to take Tampa twice. Bake, Baker's baking. Oh, Paul's just being. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm taking the Bucks both ways. Oh, you are. Taking I think it's a regular spread, though. I mean, yeah. eight and seven against seven and eight. Yeah, but you're division yeah, but opponents. You're not watching. But you're not how, watching. Yeah. How are they playing lately? Got to watch. You're the not hearing. Buccaneers both ways. Uh, Sunday at one, eleven and four, Forty ers at the four and eleven Commanders. Uh, San Francisco by 12 and a half. Oh, that's it? I thought that Sheesh. might be a huge Good line. Lord. Uh, Kyle Shanahan returns to the place where him and a bunch of people did good jobs. Uh, I'm going to take <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take San Francisco. No, no one gives you that uh, kind of analysis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to be be quick here. Um, sugar, that's a tough one. Uh, screw it. Sugar. I'm going to take. I'm going to lay two. Don't call Actually, you know what? I'm going to take the points for uh, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett? Yeah. Good, good, good coaching you. staff in Washington yeah. there. I wish Jacoby well, but Niners win, Niners points, get right game. I do love Jake Brisket a lot, but I am going to take the Niners both ways. I think they they really take out last week out on the uh, Yeah, I agree. I I have no problems laying the 12 and a half. I I mean, as long as the 49ers are playing an NFC team, take the 49ers. Um, That's a dig on the NFC. Good. Um, <laughs> oh, now we skip over. Yeah. Now we skip over the Patriots at one o'clock, and we go to four o five. The eight and seven Steelers are at the eight and seven Seahawks. Oh. Seattle by three and a half. Uh, I'll take Seattle at home. I'll lay the points. That's a small spread. You think so? You take the points. I'll lay. No, the he's lay, lay the points. Lay. That means he's he's not taking the points. Lay. What's Thank that mean? You. Seattle, Seattle. Lay. Uh, yeah, I like this. I like Seattle both ways. A little, little Spider meme, meme meme game here. Two teams low. Uh, I will take Seattle. I will take the hook. Three and a half. I don't know Pittsburgh loses. Oh, yeah? Pittsburgh loses by a field goal. Now I'm going to take Seattle both ways. Uh, Four twenty-five. The five and ten Chargers oh. are at the seven and eight Broncos. Oh boy! Have fun oh. with this one. This should be off the Easton board. Easton Stick versus Jarrett Stidham. Yeah. Good game. Good game. Denver by three and a half. Mm. Good lord. Ah, uh, I'm just. I'm going to take Denver at home. I, I'm not really. That's really the only reason I can think of to pick them. Does Sean Payton lost the locker room? No. Maybe. Well, 
Oh, uh, the the down, only thing is, if down sixteen I don't with think, ten minutes left, no, tie the game. But yeah. he loses to Russell. Effort or no? But I don't think Wilson is beloved in the locker room. No, I no, I, I think agree. Wilson is I one of the more. Uh, never I think if beloved. he was, yeah. I think if he was, Unlimited. Peyton yeah. would be bad for Peyton. But yeah. I don't think people care about Russell Wilson. No, because he's no. been a pretty selfish player yeah. in his career. I mean, even Marshawn is on the record saying he can't even reach out to him directly. So oh. I don't know. Wow. Bad vibes. Okay. I'm taking the Broncos rallying. I'm going to take the Chargers. I, Easton Stick, they were they were competitive against Buffalo they last were. week. And they were. I think this Broncos team is done. I, Sean Payton, though, like I overrated. Oh. Overrated wow. coach. You know, everybody <laughs> comes at it and says, oh, Bill is like a product of Brady. Sean Payton is a product of Drew Brees. And I think that we can. And the Super Bowl. D- d- like, unbelievable. So both overrated? That in your mind, Bill and Sean Payton? Yeah. No, just Sean Payton. Oh, okay. That's Bill? what I. That's what I thought. <laughs> Bill, Bill <laughs> pants Sean Payton. Coach Sean Payton's pants off. Uh, yeah, week. I will take the Broncos. That's a tough one because I do give the Chargers credit for last week's effort, um, but I'm going to take the Broncos. I think Sean, a little bit of an edge there in the coaching. Uh, Four twenty-five, eight and seven Bengals at the nine and six Chiefs. Minnesota by one and a half. Minnesota. Oh, oh. sorry. Um, oh, I skipped. I skipped down to yeah, Green Bay. Right. Uh, since uh, Kansas City by seven. Seven. My apologize. I will take Kansas You're City, welcome. but I'm going to give Kansas City those points. Kansas City. And I'll take uh, Cincinnati the points, please. Cincinnati the points. Okay. That's See, a, he didn't say that one right. My that sorry. Time. That was a Fredism. My sorry. I'm. I'm going to give it to the Chiefs both ways. How are you? Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. She was like dirty. Jesus. Dude. Taylor Swift may not like that. Even I, every once in a while, let one go. <laughs> that was inappropriate. <laughs> but HR, good. But are good. you listening? Is that HR on line one, Deuce, or what? Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs, but I'm going to take the points for the Bengals. I, I just don't like what I'm seeing for Kansas City. I don't like it at all. Me too. Yeah. Same thing. Kansas City, but I'll take the points. Yeah, I don't like it either, but I got to imagine that they're going to get something together against the Bengals. I'll take the Chiefs both ways. Uh, now, there's only uh, a Sunday night game this week. No Monday night game. Uh, Sunday night on NBC. That's because yeah. the Monday night game, you get the college playoffs. College yes. football playoffs. Oh, Can't sorry. wait. I'm going to watch it. Uh, go you. Alabama. 7-8 uh, and eight Packers at the 7-8 and eight Vikings. Minnesota by one and a half. May have already let the cat out of the bag. Also, on uh, Jaron Hall is playing for the Vikings. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to take Green Bay, please. <laughs> on that the note, 400 yards that Nick Mullins put up last week, not good not enough? Not good too enough, many, Too many Paul, picks? Not good enough. Needs a bigger helmet. Who are you taking? I got Green Bay, please. Green Bay. I hate this game, but <laughs> I'm going to go with the Sharps. I'm going to take the Vikings at home. Green Bay. Ah. <sighs> Jaron Hall's kind of BYU guy, right? No, I don't know who he is. I'm going to take Kyler Murray. I'm going to take Minnesota. Yeah, Paul's right. I've been I've been betting against Minnesota all year, and they've been doing it. So I'm going to go with Minnesota. Give them their their flowers this week, as you kids say. Nice done. Nicely done. Nicely done. Alex, is that what you kids say? 
you don't I have think, you, you I can, think you they can do. make fun of the boss I think if you they want. They do. They yeah. definitely okay. do. Okay. <laughs> All right, now we go back to Sunday at one. I'm already out of the lingo. My little sister uh, yeah. talks and like well, what we is she already, saying? No, like when you were young, like you know, three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three the, years. The four and eleven <laughs> Patriots are at the nine and six Bills. Buffalo by thirteen. Good lord. Wow. All right. Disrespect. No respect for yeah. Bailey. No Zappi. respect. That's no, unbelievable. I, I'm going to take Buffalo. I'm going to. I'm going to. But I will uh, give the points to the Patriots. I think that they they hang in there um, around ten points. They lose. I'm going to say uh, I don't know twenty-seven seventeen. Fred looked like look at me like an I was an alien when I picked the Patriots to cover last week. I think I was the only one that got that right. I did look at you that way. Stop yeah. flexing on us, Alex. You, you did. You looked at me like I had You absolutely heads. got it right. I guess that's uh, another thing from your generation. Like when you <laughs> predict something right, you have to tell everybody. <laughs> yeah. after that's that. the first yeah. time I've done oh, a victory. What kind of shot is that? <laughs> Saw a couple of those and on, I only on Twitter got yesterday about Russell Wilson. Right. Oh. I think the Pats cover. I'm going to take the Bills to win. Um, 27-17. Uh, I so I also am gonna do the same thing. Uh, Bills win, Pats cover. I'm gonna do 28-17 just to be different between the, these two. But I think ultimately the the Bills have too much offense. Kind of similar game to to last year in Week 18 where Patriots hang with for half and then Buffalo just has yeah. too much in the end. Yeah, I, I'm gonna take the Bills both ways. Um, I think kind of like the Kansas City game. Maybe it's a little bit back and forth it's early. Um, but the difference is this one's in Buffalo and not in New England. So I'm going to say like 31-16. I'll give the Patriots another field goal. I think I said 31-13 on TV. That's nice of you. Yeah. Um, listen, I'm, I'm riding with the Patriots. Oh, here we go. They've earned it <laughs> no. back, baby. They've earned Zappy earned it. Fever. The sweep of the Bills? The, the bill, bill has gotten the lock. He's kept the locker room. You have the fever. <laughs> oh, you, you have a little bit of the fever. Patriots? Yeah. yeah. Patriots both ways. Well, uh, yeah. So you know how I always tell you that, like, I, you know, winning the picks contest is kind of irrelevant. That's why. Because <laughs> I think I'm the only one who actually tries to pick the games <laughs> as opposed to all the different scenarios in my mind where I generate, like, I try. Hate. I try. Yeah, like, Fred doesn't. So, like, I like I, he just gives you, like, five wins a week. I like the way Bill has <laughs> these guys playing hard. Uh-huh. They want to the, the, keep them around. They're playing for him. Yep. And uh, I think. They're nothing would, nothing would be better for everyone Kraft's to desk. just ruin things for the for uh, the Bills. It's going to be dubbed the red ass game. That's how it's going to go. Because they're going to fire them because the Patriots beat them. This yeah. is it. The Patriots oh. are going to break That's the such Bills. Such a good idea. You heard it here first. It's, it's going to be the. Red oh, they ass broke game. the Broncos. You didn't read that one yesterday. Yeah. Oh, of course I did. I no. We're not going to. We're not going to pick the college football playoff. Uh, sure, go ahead. I don't even know what the matchup. Is. <laughs> All right, so I don't know what the spreads are. So you I don't know what the spreads, the spreads are. Uh, but we have uh, Michigan, Alabama, Alabama, go or, Alabama, or Washington and Texas is the other game. Texas. So why, got, I got I, why are you rooting Texas. for? I'm not telling you that I'm not rooting for. I always root for Alabama. Oh, I hate Alabama. Roll Tide. Alabama, Texas. Alabama, Texas. I think Alabama, Texas will be the two winners. I'll be rooting for Michigan and Washington. Fred. Alabama, Texas. I'm taking Washington. Alabama, Washington. Michael Penix got that dog okay. in him. But you know, like everyone's picking Alabama, but Michigan has a better than good chance to win this game. That they're, they're probably yeah. the better team going in. Well, don't they you think. But no, yeah, but their their offense is no? really. I think Alabama's uh, yeah. better. Their offense, Michigan's offense is is 
their old school ground and pound type of offense. Which and is uh, right th- up Nick Saban's alley. Yeah, I think Alabama can throw yeah. the ball on them a little bit. Alabama's defense ain't that all that this year. No, but, but when, you're, when you when you just good. have to stop the run, you don't have to be all that. Oh, you don't like JJ? Definitely not. J.J. McCarthy? Yeah. Doesn't throw he, it. he had no. games where he threw the ball like Mac Jones. I know. I'm only kidding. Like, he had like a, a six-for-eight yeah. game. I, 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 But I do want Alabama to win. Roll Tide. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't like J.J. McCarthy. I, I'm surprised all of you took Texas a little bit. I've been to Austin, and I love Austin. That's yeah, I don't I know. Care about. Like, I, I, think, I think Washington doesn't get enough credit this year. Yeah, I think Washington's a good team. but yeah. th- Washington's game, good, but I feel like every game could have gone either way. I don't know. Maybe I'm disrespecting them. Yeah. That game's going to be 45-42. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Yep. Is that the first one? Second one, unfortunately. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Late it's night. Ridiculous. That's what he, then we're, we brought a full circle. That's what you guys are thinking. I, I don't know why it's the late New one. Year's it's the Eve better matchup. All right. Like, that's yeah. it for this edition. we got to come in the next day Patriots Unfiltered. Um, 10.45 for Correct. the pregame show on Sunday, then the game, then the postgame show. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast.